Welcome to Flippin' and Mashing, a pinball podcast about pinball things. I'm your host, <laughs> Ryan, and with me, La Parnell. Hey, La Parnell. <laughs> <laughs> it's Holy like, shit, it's been so long, I forgot that you were supposed to do that. <laughs> it's like uh, the Lake Car or whatever that someone in my town has. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. I was peeking the fuck out of that intro you were loud my friend yeah okay so we're gonna do a couple things here we're at all right welcome ryan we have uh been busy busy bees that we haven't been able to make a podcast yes you're busy touching your mic aren't you i am i'm trying to make it not do the thing Let's see. What's this? What do I have here? <sighs> what is that, Parnell? <laughs> what do you What do you have over there? Um, I have a white claw mango. Oh man, there ain't no laws when you're drinking them claws. Hot diggity, swiggity, mm-hmm. damn. No, I. Uh, later on in the episode, I have some updates, uh, but this goes back to my um, Call of Duty drinking. So. Mm, okay all right you got anything tonight you got some sparkling water i am officially out listeners i know it's going to be heartbreaking for you to hear this i am out of my lagunitas and i am not feeling refreshed tonight i'm just drinking normal bullshit water from our from our fridge do you work tomorrow or did did you take i do okay so you, you have today off i did yeah all right so that was nice. <clears throat> yep, well, is... no. So we both are drinking water. I mean, mm-hmm. technically. Technically. Yeah. Yep. What's, uh, what's new? Oh, God, oh, yours is going to be so long. You know, stuff. Let's start <laughs> off with what's new with you. I think that's probably the quicker one to get through. <laughs> what? Oh, um, I helped my buddy Mark fix his... Adam's family and next gen. There's a little bit more to do, but we got them both up. Let's see. Um, Charlie from the pinball basement. I got some, I bought some boards from him and um, I think I, well, we're kind of friends. So like I was texting you guys when I couldn't figure something out, but like I brought one of the boards out. We swapped chips. We got Star Trek up and then we went to Adam's family and I was monkeying around with that game and i think the original boards had um loose pins in the in the ram chips or something because it would it worked and then i swapped the board to the new board that i thought i rebuilt and then it didn't work and then i'd touch it and then it'd work and i was like oh my gosh so i took his adam's family original mpu and i have reflowed all the sockets and all the plugs and I have an NVRAM that I'll swap into it um, so that because uh, the battery and this might have been the cause of it the entire time. This is so, this is I just remembered on this original board. There was a remote battery pack installed. But what I didn't know until I took it out the second time was that the red terminal solder joint to the board contacts was pretty much non-existent it was super loose and so i'm wondering if it wasn't getting enough 
consistent power from the battery pack to like keep the board up because you you have to run batteries in the board otherwise it just it doesn't work unless you put the NV RAM in. So Oh that's I, weird. I've I've ran games with uh without batteries in it. Really? Like every time yeah. I try to boot up it like kind of boots up as like an error code. Oh, I have not had that issue. However, uh you know were they WPC games or just yeah random oh, weird? Oh. Uh, yeah, I, I have no idea. So, but if it's bouncing in and out, maybe that causes it. Maybe it's a mix of a couple things. But I'm Potentially, yeah. Get this board and VRAM replaced, and I'll bring this back, and I'll take the Star Trek board out of Adam's family and reflow the sockets and the pins, uh, the connector pins. So that because mm. I did find a bunch on the Adams family that were, they looked like cold solder joints. So don't let board, that shit happen, man. No, and it looks like the board was worked on a little bit before, but those cold solder joints—they don't—they're not nice. Um, like what else? Swapped around some P3 games a couple times. I don't know, man. It's been so long. Otherwise, it's just video games. I got Cruise and Blast, which I want to talk about later. Which I think is one of the most amazing arcade racers recently that everybody should purchase. It's actually like forty bucks, so it's pretty cheap. So it's a blast, but it bumps. It is a, yes, it is a major blast. I freaking love it. Uh, and then somehow I got tacked into Call of Duty Modern Warfare Remastered for Xbox. So I've been playing that. Uh, and we'll like that online later. or oh, just. Yeah. Oh, okay. We'll talk about that later. Otherwise, I have a boring life and nothing's changed besides going to your wedding. Wow, fucking spoilers. Jesus Christ. Cut that out, Zach. (laughs) I've done that. Zach, leave it in. Leave leave it in. Um, Yeah, okay. So it sounds like maybe you're done with your stuff. (laughs) I have so much more, but it's vicariously through you. Yes, that is true. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so yeah, I've been up to a little bit, you know, nothing crazy, I guess, right? Um God, actually it's been a lot. Um so we'll start it's been off a long time. Yeah, so you have like a ton to go over. I <laughs> see your list here. It's probably longer than my list of <clears throat> the rest of the podcast. Yeah, it, yeah. I mean, we really summarized on the list here, but anyways, uh so first thing uh 2d con happened holy shit uh that was a hot minute ago however so what is 2d con what is it um a 2d con is attempting to become minnesota's midwest gaming classic and what's that i mean what kind of so event that's is a this? convention that has board games Video games, new and old and retro, I guess you could say, instead of old. Um, they have D&D sessions. They have board manufacturers, like board game manufacturers coming out. They were giving away a, a cool limited edition clear purple um, ticket to ride, oh, like what? train set. Yep. Dang. So I got one of those. Oh, I uh, hate you. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Um, you didn't tell me about that, jerk. Well, you know, if you'd fucking come out, 
you know, you'd, you'd know about this cool stuff. Um, so there, there's a lot of that. They also have arcade games, both from the United States, uh, but also a shitload of Japanese games, including a bunch of Japanese rhythm games that are like super duper awesome. Uh, and then obviously this year I kind of curated and ran the pinball side of things. Um, so I think this year we had 25 pinball machines at 2 Con, which was pretty stellar, if I do say so myself. What was their number last year? Or I Seven. guess two years ago. Seven? Last Seven. Yeah. So this was huge. Yeah. Well, that's because they had me involved. And I mean, I don't want to toot my own horn and say I'm kind of a big deal, but you know, it's kind of where we're at. <laughs> so uh, I was able to get a lot of the hobbyists and uh, hobby operators in the area, as well as Glenn down at the pinball place uh, to bring some of his stock in as well. And, um, you know, everyone was just able to play a bunch of really kick-ass games. We had my P3 there with Heist, and uh, it also, for those that were lucky enough to bump into me while I was next to the P3, uh, I was, and I, I did quite a few times, swap out to the Cosmic Kart Racing Playfield module, and people got to play Source's Apprentice before the stream on Monday at Buffalo Pinball. But I said, no cinematography, you know, video no video, no pictures um, to make sure that, you know, things weren't just getting leaked online and we were getting really shitty cell phone videos of the new game. Hot Wheels. <laughs> Halloween. Yeah, Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I definitely uh, Cosmic Kart Racing wasn't in there unless I was like next to it. And someone had really like spoken to me and expressed interest about the P3. I got to meet a, a few amazing people out there that were some of the arcade vendors that had brought some of their uh, candy cabs and rhythm games. They were absolutely amazing. Um, so that was pretty awesome as well. And we ended up just having a ton of fun, but we also had a pinball tournament there. Arnell, did you know that? I heard, I heard you lost. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I did. I did. I guess yes. You technically are <laughs> correct. I lost. Oh boy. Yeah. Anyways, um, so you didn't come in last. I did not come in last. I beat you remotely. How? With my remote flippers. I logged in with the, you know, the AnyConnect. Mm-hmm. I VPNed into the games and then I just flipped. Nope. With, with no, my that, Bluetooth. that did not happen. Um, what I can say is uh, I believe that there were 16 people that had signed up for the pinball tournament, which that's nice to be. Size. Uh, I mean, it wasn't small. It's not huge, but for the first year that they'd been running the pinball tournament, I thought that was a pretty good turnout. Um, and we did IF. It was an IFPA sanctioned um tournament so what the bracket was was we were split up into groups of four um and each person got to play or got to pick a game that we played uh first player got three points or first person got three second two third one fourth zero 
and we all played each one of the four machines uh, that we got to pick for our like group. And the people with the two highest moved on. The people with the two lowest were eliminated. And so it was, I guess, a single elimination style. It ended up taking uh, close to five hours because, um, believe it or not, uh, there were some pretty decent pinball players there at the event, uh, excluding myself, of course. I don't know, quite know how what ended up happening with me happened, but um, there were some really great pinball players there, and a lot of them brought their A game, which is pretty awesome, but that meant that the games went for fucking ever. Um, we did actually play Heist. Uh, for one of mine, I picked it and I got my ass kicked. So thanks, Steve, if you're listening or Steven, uh, you know, I, I, you know, actually, I hope I mispronounced it the first time because uh, Heist let me down, man. <laughs> it kicked my ass. Um, but you lost on the Heist? I got third. So I got one measly point. It's your game. I know. I'm telling you, <laughs> there were some good people there. But they've um, never played it. Yeah, you know what? And I guess that's a credit to Multimorphics P3. It did exactly what it needed to do to tell them what to do. And they just fucking pick it, picked it up and ran with it, man. But like, the flippers pe- are different. Apparently so fucking not, because I got my ass <laughs> whooped by someone that had never played it. Like, this was literally, I forced them to play it. And by the end of the game, uh, two of the four people in in the group that I was in had not played Heist. And honestly, by the end of the game, they both were like, you know, I actually really like this game. Like, this was this was a ton of fun. Like, I don't know why I didn't walk over here and play it sooner. But, you know, they, they both like without me asking, just them talking amongst themselves uh, were both saying that they really, really, really liked the game. Um, and then I ended up catching them throughout the rest of the weekend playing it. But anyways, um, I actually made it all the way to second place. Dude, that's good. Good job. And it wasn't just a normal second place. Oh, no. It was a tiebreaker second place. Oh, you dirty dog. I know. I know. And the gentleman that I was facing in the sudden death finals for first place. uh, He's a fucking good pinball player. Like, I think in the state of Minnesota, he's probably top five. So for me to Jerry flew up. (laughs) <laughs> I said in Minnesota. Remember, he stopped by <laughs> a, a couple weeks ago when we interviewed him. But but yeah, he wasn't up here for 2D Con, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, Ben, um, and I'll just use his first name so that way not everyone's looking for him. But Ben uh, was who I was faced against. And yeah, I, I nearly beat him. It really came down to just, uh, I'll, I'll be honest with you, I don't fucking know how to play guns and roses standard edition or was, guns that, and I was, roses ask, that, was well. that the last game you guys played yeah on? and neither of us knew it and we kind of talked about it and he was like you know what he's like rather than us picking a game that we know a bunch of stuff about he's like what do you think about us picking a game that neither of us know anything about and i think you know it speaks a lot to ben and his uh sportsmanship for him instead of to just take a pick since he I think won the coin toss. He honestly was like, well, what do you think we should do? Um, so that was really awesome that, that we kind of, you know, even if it was an IFPA, you know, official rules or whatever, you know, we discussed it. And that was really awesome that he was like, what do you say? We just fucking 
cast it to the wolves. And I'll be honest with you, I had a sh- really nice score uh, if I had been able to figure out how to cash out the song that I was in. I think I would have beat him, but neither of us, because he was literally watching me the entire time, neither of us could figure out what I was supposed to do. I wasn't talking to him, but I was playing and he's like, honestly, man, he's like, there were so many lights just changing colors and doing stupid bullshit. He's like, I didn't even know what you're supposed to be shooting for. (laughs) So I don't know what I didn't do, uh, but that's what caused me to lose. And that's all right. Um, But at the end of the day, I was able to go toe to toe with Ben. And until we played a machine that I had no idea how to play reliably, uh, I, I totally kept up with them. So, uh, congratulations to Ben who won first and I took home a measly second, you know, first place loser. Um, but it was a ton of fun. So what'd you get for winning second? Uh, I got a translate of my choice. So I got a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Holy shit. That reminds me of another thing we got to talk about. (laughs) I got a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Pro Translate from Stern. Thank you, Stern. Uh, And then I got a Stern shirt, a pinball basement board pack that came with a Fliptronics board, a sound board, an MPU, and I think that might be it. Or if there's one more, I'm drawing a blank on what it was. And then Ben, for first place, got everything else I listed minus the boards. Instead, he got a driver board. We kind of split that up because he's like, I don't need the rest of the stuff. And I'm like, okay. Um, and I think we also got some other swag from Project Pinball. Like we got a Project Pinball shirt. Um, I think we each got a Project Pinball hoodie. So, I mean, really the, the prizes between the two were, were pretty even. Um, you know, so I'm not going to complain about it. He, he technically had the better board, but. He did win first, so he deserves that. <laughs> so now I have a matching Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Pro Translate for my Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Pro Playfield. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, if we were Charlie, that's more than enough to start a project. <laughs> uh, good point. Yeah. Um, but so that was 2D Con. Uh, really tired. After I came home from that, <clears throat> I think I got there Thursday at noon and I got home on Sunday at nine o'clock at night. And I don't think I unloaded the games from, well, I didn't load the games. Let me rephrase that. I unloaded the games immediately because I had to return the trailer I rented. Um, I don't think I loaded the games into my house until the following weekend. Like, I just took a break. They just sat in the garage. Uh, A, Chelsea wanted them to sit out there and any germs potentially die on on them. Uh, But also, I just really wasn't fucking feeling like moving pins. I had moved them over the course of... I had moved and set up and then uh, subsequently tore down, I think, close to, like, 14 pins uh, over the course of the weekend. So I was pretty tired, and then I was working probably... 18 hour days minus the time that I did for the tournament, but I was still in the area, uh, you know, working on any pinball related stuff that happened like stuck balls or anything else. 
so yeah that was my time at 2d con would you recommend it oh i fucking love 2d con uh, honestly i like 2d con more than i do uh midwest gaming classic uh, and, why i'll a couple reasons one um it doesn't shut down at nine fucking o'clock at night <laughs> uh it's open until 3 a.m the arcade area is open the board game area is open i think 24 7 uh, because they actually have some uh, D&D campaigns. It's like a two-day, almost nonstop thing that you can sign up for. And then they have like small D&Ds that, that are ran over the course of like maybe just a day. Um, and then I th- can't say for sure, but I think there's even some really quick uh, other types of games that normally take weeks that they're able to get down into like two days or two and a half days. So... Um, there's a lot of that, uh, drunk YouTube karaoke at, uh, 10 o'clock at night on, I think Fridays and Saturdays night. Those are great. Um, you know, the people there are just really warm, welcoming things don't close down at nine o'clock or 10 o'clock at night. Like they do at the new location. I really miss the Sheridan, which was the last year it was there before they moved to the big location. Cause that was probably the most fun I've had at a convention until I had went to 2D con and 2D con's nice. Cause it's not quite so busy. There's not as many people pushing and shoving and whatever in all the different areas. Um, but it, it now is getting to the point where it's essentially just a small MGC. And I really fucking love that. I can go there. I can play pinball all weekend on free play. I can play arcade games, rhythm games, Japanese candy cabs. I mean, you name it. They have it there. Like I said, they have board games, retro games. They have speed runners running literally 24 seven from when the, like when the doors open, I think at like two o'clock until literally, I think five o'clock that Sunday, like they have games set up throughout that entire time that they're speed running. Um, and then there's also, I guess, like 30 other tournaments that are going on for arcade games, retro games, current gen games, uh, PC games, you know, League of Legends and Call of Duties and any and everything in between that stuff. So, um, yeah, no, it's it's a it's a ton of fun. And the people that run it, I'm very close friends with. And they're some of the most amazing people that I know um, outside of like the the you know very 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 exclusive friends that i have uh i they're they're seriously go above and beyond all the time so they they are very much some of the nicest people i know and i know the amount of work that they put into running 2d con and it's a fucking shitload so it is a ton of work to put the show on so glad it went well yeah they had 2500 people 2,500 guests attended this year, which was... I think you said that was up from last year. Yeah, it's almost 1,000 up from where they were at in 2019. So, no, it's good shit. You didn't come, though. No, we had some some COVID fears with the kids and daycare, and it was kind of an unfortunate mess. It is. I want to say, like, they either got sick or they're... Something happened that weekend where it was like, who was it? They got sick after. And then I just kind of thought it was funny because then they still got sick anyways. And I was just like, well, you know, there we go. It, uh, it's been a 
It's like, yeah, you've had some crazy time because I did TDCon and I was exhausted. And then your kids got super sick. And then you were super exhausted because your kids had been sick for like a week and you'd been going to like the doctor and shit. And then when we finally were like, all right, I think we're ready to do this. I'm like, oh, wait, by the way, I'm getting married this coming weekend. Uh, I'm really fucking busy. So listeners, I'm very sorry we weren't able to come out of the podcast, but it has just been like the craziest, what, three weeks uh, Three or four, 20. man. Yeah. Well, whatever. It's been the craziest fucking couple weeks uh, of my life. I, I can firmly say that between, uh, you know, helping orchestrate the 2D con stuff and then my wedding and the party that we had, you know, following up to the wedding. It's It's been nuts. And I know you've been busy as well, Parnell. Yeah. Two, two little kids, man. They don't let you uh, do much for escaping because every time you have a plan something happens like sick or daycare shuts down or you know the dog's nail splits and oh my goodness yeah but you have way more news man i swear this whole episode is just going to be you and we're going to make another episode for all the real stuff Uh, so what else happened because more stuff has happened you you, (laughs) i leaked it and then you hinted yeah. Okay. So I, um, I got married. This one will be pretty quick and we're going to circle back to this. Cause what I'm really excited for the meat and potatoes here after everything else that you probably all will consider meat and potatoes is, uh, we're going to get to talk about my wedding that happened at tilt, but more specifically all the games Parnell got to play leaving his house, which is a really big deal for him. Oh my God. Uh, <laughs> so uh, we had it happen at our wedding was at tilt, uh, on Sunday. So what today is Monday. So that happened yesterday. Um, and tilts games, they were all set to free play for our wedding, like the time that we had set up for our wedding. And it was a shitload of fun, but, uh, they had all the games. Uh, so we, we have quite a few reviews and discussions to talk about tonight. Uh, about some of the games that Parnell had not gotten to play yet. So that's exciting. Um, So that's my wedding kind of knocked out for now. We'll circle back to that at the end. Um, The next thing. Okay, so we're going to do this. Listeners, I have a confession to make. Well, many confessions, actually. I guess this this one will be the first of many. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is no longer with us. Ryan? What have you done? I know. I know. A lot of people... I know Parnell's not actually... He's he's feigning surprise. <laughs> he actually knew that this had happened. I don't know how big of a fan I was of Turtles. I didn't... I did not dislike it. I don't know if I loved it. It was just like... It was alright. So, Turtles went for a specific reason. And the reason is this. Um, when I was at 2DCon playing in the tournament... I got to play uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. We actually played it twice. That was a game that was picked twice between the four different brackets I played in. And I stomped on Turtles, uh, mainly because I know all the rules and I know the ins and outs. And I have played the game a shit ton at my house. So, like, I knew what I needed to do to blow it up. And I blew it up. But with that being said... What I can tell you is that I didn't have as much fun playing it 
even in the same amount is when I immediately almost both times had to go back to back from Turtles to Avengers. I legitimately could not get over how much fun I had playing Avengers. Mm. And I know that uh, Parnell knows this because I called him, I think, immediately after the turn, uh, like the 2D con had ended. And I was like, dude, 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 dude. Like, I cannot get out of my head how much I loved playing Avengers over Turtles. And I think that was the moment when I knew, like, all right, it's not half shell time anymore. Uh, (laughs) Turtles is going to go on to a new pasture. We kind of knew through whispers that um, this new stern insider something was coming and some amount of it was going to be tied to like online, which is great. But that also means that stern gets to inspect all the code that you're putting onto the machine. And so for me, it was like, yep, I think this is the time. Like, it's time to dump Turtles, uh, even though it had the amazing code. Because at the end of the day, that Turtles game, without the Delt soundtrack and that uh, fan code, it it was half the game that it shipped with. And Parnell got to play both. And I think even you, you were like, this isn't even the same game between the two of them. Um. And that's what a lot of my friends had said, too. So Turtles is sold or was sold uh, to a gentleman out in Fargo, North Dakota. And I hope he's absolutely loving it. From what I've heard, he is just so tickled pink with it. So I wish him the best. Um, I did keep the play field, though. And um, I went to go get an Avengers, but I heard whispers. Of a new game coming. And again, we're a little late here due to the wedding and everything. But uh, I held on to my money and I bought a Godzilla. Ah, uh, dang it. It is. It is announced. <laughs> yep. Yep. You did it. It um, is announced. I kind of don't mind. I have to finish watching the stream, but like. The thing I hate is the way that Stearns raised the price. Oh, I mean, it's not all fucking sunshine and roses over here. I'm not fucking tickled quality. pink. But right. you did it. You did it. I did. It's on you. So if it shifts with crappy stuff, I'm just going to laugh at you. We can both laugh because that's all we can do. Because Stern isn't going to fix it. But you didn't have to buy it. Yeah. So anyway, I hope it works out good. Um. I've heard some some good stuff, so we'll see. <laughs> uh, we will see. I could have gotten Avengers, but I don't love the theme of Avengers. I love how it shoots, but the callouts, the music, it's it sucks. Like they're totally forgettable in the grand scheme of things. Um, so for me. I can totally get behind a Godzilla theme, I think, more. And knowing that Elwin was doing it, that was kind of what the the kicker. So I bought a Stern I, I bought a Godzilla Pro. I'm not getting the cool um Mecha Godzilla DJ turntable or the extra magnet. You mean you mean the uh, Led Zeppelin? Hmm? Yeah, the, the Led Zeppelin turntable. 
No, because there's a jump ramp that like spins. Uh, sure. I was yeah. So same. It's I'd... the same mech with a jump ramp. Right. So I'm I'm not getting the turntable. Um, I'm not getting the collapsing bridge ramp, and I'm definitely not getting the collapsing building ball lock, which is really cool. And I understand why people would be going for a premium over a pro. However, a, a magnet with a ramp that potentially could have more issues than it just being static. And truthfully, I like the static spinner on Avengers Pro over the uh, Captain Marvel ramp on the premium. I didn't even hit that ramp. Like It's not easy to hit. No. Uh, whereas if it's not a ramp and it's just a shot, it, it flowed really well and it, it felt good. Um, oh, you know, good. the collapsing building yeah. wire form, that's kind of like, eh, for me, like eh. that wasn't exciting. The building that can divert balls based on like how high up or down it is and it crashing down and locking the ball. That is seriously really awesome. Yes. I am comment up- too much until you play it though, too. Oh, but I'm giving you my initial thoughts. Oh, yeah. Because, like, something stupid could be really fun in person. Right. I guess my thought process is it's just a physical ball lock at the end of the day. That's all it really does. And then it wiggles around and moves up and down. Similarly to Jurassic Park's T-Rex. For me, if I had to pick a Jurassic Park, I would get a pro. I think that T-Rex gets in the way and it doesn't consistently work in a way that made me be like, oh, well, if I don't have a premium, it's just not in the same fucking game. Uh, I know that there's more in Jurassic Park, and but I was just talking about that mech because that's what the building kind of reminds me of, but not at all because the T-Rex doesn't lock a ball. Um, but to me, it just seems like it might slow the game down more than help it. And the $2,000 difference, uh, nearly $9,000 for a premium now. I was going to say, just, there's more than two. It was too much. Now it's, now it's like three, because it's like the 1000 increase plus the 2000 on top of a pro. It's just like, the money is stupid. Yeah, I just, I couldn't justify it. I just could not justify it. Uh, and you know, Tilt will get an LE, so you can always go play the premium LE one. Right. But I think, you know, having talked to a few operators, they said that they all thought that the pro was the one to get less shit to break. But the gameplay itself is not wholly going to be changed. The only difference is the game might flow a little bit faster. And I'm cool with that. I know I won't get all the toys. That's all right. If I want a game that has all the innovation and toys, man, it's sitting just a couple pins down. That's the P3. What, Ghostbusters? Oh, P3. Yeah. Like <laughs> Ghostbusters? Flipper Gap? Yeah, that was innovative. <laughs> uh, I love I love the, the stupid rumors people make up about Ghostbusters being vaulted, and then they're going to fix the Flipper Gap. And it's like, you guys stupid? It's not going to happen. They're stupid. It's just like the totally. it's just like the Ghostbusters LE that was at tilt that has carrot flippers on it, and it, I just die a little bit on the inside. That's so dumb. Anyway, at any rate, uh, so yes, Godzilla Pro, it's ordered. I don't know when I'm gonna get it because probably 2024. By that time, probably. I'll have a new game. I'll have my Monster Bastion. Yeah, well, we gotta talk about that too. 
Uh, and then I guess the last thing before uh, I'm done with like most of my actual updates, I picked up a new <laughs> game. You cannot leave partial deals alone, can you? Like you see this little glimmer, this little shiny object somewhere in the sand, and you have to go investigate and take it home, don't you? What do you mean? Are you talking about what my next announcement yes. is? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, it's a deal, right? Like, well, I mean, it's an okay deal. Well, I've got to get it. <laughs> okay. I've spoken to a few other people, and I know you don't think it's a deal, but with the current forecast of pinball, it was a great fucking deal. <laughs> um, but I drove out more or less sight unseen, because the guy was an older guy and he really wasn't good at a cell phone. Uh, <laughs> the flip phone. He had a razor. Yeah. Like, he had like razor. a, he had like a really, really, really old iPhone and it was struggling to run the PayPal app. So in either case, uh, I ended up picking up a no fear. Again. Play better. <laughs> I forgot what the, the, the skull says. He says a lot of funny stuff. He does. Yeah. So I'm excited. Uh, it's fucking filthy. Uh, <laughs> it probably was a route game. Went to his no. house, never got cleaned. No. So it's kind of good news, bad news there. We talk, it, it was probably on route at some point. It was on route uh, 10 years ago before uh, actually Pinball Warehouse got it. Oh, that's right. And Pinball Warehouse uh, fixed it up and they sold it to him. And then it sat in his house for like 10 or 15 years. I I can't remember. I'm going to say 10 years, but I think it actually was like it's been in his house for like 15 years. Um, The the play field is actually like (laughs) it's probably one of the cleanest no fears that I've seen. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've seen it. You sent me some pictures, but like, yeah, play fields back then held up pretty good. Yeah, it's filthy. But there's like next to no shoot up shooter what about lane the wear. scoop in the in the front middle where the scoop is. Or like, can it's, you not see it? It's perfect. Wow. Yeah, no, this is seriously like it wouldn't boot. Uh so I had to fix that. And that was what are you talking about uh so i'm not quite sure i just shotgunned it but i had uh the driver and mpu were replaced and then magically uh the game stopped shitting on itself constantly it had many other issues but those are like the big ones um because if i disconnected the fliptronic board the game would boot just fine immediately like and act as it should flippers didn't work but uh, everything else worked but then the moment i plugged the fliptronics board in uh the game would not start or start up and get partway through the boot sequence or through the boot sequence and then power down and reboot. I also, no, uh, I also swapped out a Fliptronics board cause I have one and that did not fix the issue. So it was the MPU or the driver or a combination of both probably more likely. Uh, but now the game boots and it's got a few micro switches that I'm just going to shotgun replace uh, two of them cause they just aren't working. A uh, couple plastics that I already have ordered that needed to be replaced. The cave and the slings are the only plastics on the game that I had to order. And luckily, Marco had those in stock. Um, but everything else is just really, really filthy. Like, I this game is super dirty, but not in like a... Uh, it's been played a lot. 
in like a well it had to get played a lot to get dirty no it feels like they just took the glass off and then just let it sit for like 10 years and just have like dust like normal dust just on top of everything like it's just really dusty it's not uh like the silicone dust stuff from like uh, coils and stuff firing like it's not that black stuff it's like normal like oh dust dust and it's just Weird. like caked on I, it's the damnedest thing i don't know what he was doing with it but hey something. well this is right up your alley because you love just cleaning games right so um i also gotta fix the if you're standing at the front of it the right side it has started separating at one of the planks the side art's kind of like off maybe a 16th of an inch it's like pulling off so i gotta go back with some wood glue and hit that with some clamps but give it the clamps but other than that um the game is in like really good condition i would say like the cabinets probably like a seven out of ten uh just because of that front area and then there's a little bit of like bubbles on the back of the back box um, but then like all the side art and everything, I mean, the side art's faded, uh, but there's no big gashes or gouges or shit just taken out uh, chunks missing of the art or the cabinet. So I don't know a little bit of TLC. I think we can get it to like an eight, eight and a half, something like that. Um, I have plans for this. So for what we'll talk off we'll, for no fear. We'll talk off here. Oh, okay. Uh, so yeah, I'm excited to get No Fear. I've got the parts ordered. They should be here by the end of the week. So Hey, maybe that'll um, be CGC's next remake. Yeah, well, we already know what CGC's next remake is because we saw the PowerPoint. No, but this will be the next one. I don't think they'll be doing No Fear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know if I'm going to keep it long term. I'm, I'm, I'm wanting hey, to. You stop talking like that, Mr. Man. We have plans. I'm not, uh, you know. I guess we'll see what happens. All right. Shut it down. We'll talk offline. Uh, So I guess that's really like the end of my big stuff. I mean, I got married to Decon. I got second place in tournament. No fear was picked up. Teenage Mutant Turtles sold. I got Godzilla. Uh, Yeah. No, I think that's that about sums it up. Um, Do you see this next thing on the show notes? Yes. Should we do that? And do you remember what which board it was? Uh, no and yes. I, well, yeah, we can do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we we can. Excuse which, me. Do you, yes. Do you remember which board it is? Yeah, it's a WPC eighty nine MPU. Okay. All right. Do you want to do it? This is my drum roll. I don't know if you can hear it. Oh my gosh! So do you remember when we did the pinball basement? Uh, what do you call it? It'd be like a raffly slash contest thing. No, it's just a giveaway. It wasn't oh, a giveaway. Yeah, no, raffles are bad. So Shh. we had two people write in. We had Stephen and Stephen. <laughs> we did. The random number generator. Should we do this between one and two? I thought you were just gonna flip a coin. Oh, uh, live on air. Do. You... I have a coin. I took one. You can literally go to Google and say flip a coin. Oh no. Dude, I have a coin because I was fixing my dryer and like 
eight billion coins were in the bottom. <laughs> I don't know how they got there. Like out of the okay. drum. But I found okay. a bunch of them under the unit. So here we go. I got a quarter. I got heads and tails is So Silver's heads and Haberman Haber Haberman is tails. Okay. It looks like an arch from Utah or something. Okay. What'd you say again? So Silver's heads and Haberman is tails. Alrighty. You ready? Yep, flip it. Oh my god, this is my thumb that's broken. Heads. Oh, Steven Silver! And the quarter silver. Crowd's going wild. <laughs> so we uh, will hit up Pinball Basement and we'll get that set up. And sent and out to you. Sent out. Oh, we'll have to get your address. We'll have we'll to email you back on, on the emails. Yep. Yep. There we go. Write that in my show notes. More giveaways coming soon, by the way. You talked Yes. Sweet. Yep. So more incoming. All right. So write in. Or Hope don't. It doesn't take us that long next time. You know, if not, if you don't want to, I should have wrote MPU, in. I should have wrote into myself. You should have wrote in as my wife. Like, yep. hey, I love WPC games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I want to well, know fear. Mm, yeah i'm sure you do yeah see you give me shit about not being able to leave a, a shiny object that i find in the sand alone and then you're the one that already has plans for it uh-huh yeah I i'm just trying to get it up and working and flipping and and like clean and shopped out yeah you're just trying to get rid of it and and you're over here like scheming you're a yeah, schemer have... correct yeah i have schemes mm-hmm. i have plan plan wise that's how far back they are Perfect. All right. And then, all right, Parnell. Holy shit. Here's the meat and potatoes. This right. is the part I have been so, I mean, I was excited to update all of our listeners on like what we've been doing, but I've really been excited for us to talk about, uh, my God, all the games you got to play. Okay. So here, here's, I, I'm going to make a blanket statement of this has to preface every game review that I have. At tilt, you can't hear anything. There's multiple games on next to each other. Then they play music. And then everybody else is playing other games next to you or near you. So you can talk and eating and drinking and laughing and having a good time. So the audio is just, just pretend it's just bad. You can't. And I almost think it's worse than not hearing it. Like if the game was dead silent. Yeah, I don't think that that's true because you can still hear callouts. You just can't hear the music as well, and you can only sometimes hear loud like callouts. Yeah, and you like can Mando totally hear Rick and Morty. No, yeah, but that was kind of in its own little spot. Right, you could only hear Mister Meeseeks callouts. Like you couldn't hear Rick's <laughs> as much yeah. or Morty's. Yeah, that's. But true. you could hear. You could hear. I'm Mister Meeseeks. Look at me. Yeah, like you could, could hear uh, that over fucking anything. Even my wife was like. God, this game is loud. I was like, yeah, they probably did that on purpose. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it is fucking Rick and Morty after all. Um, the first game we played was Halloween. We went <sighs> down the row. Oh my god! So it was Halloween and Mando. Mm-hmm. I is it okay? Hold on. I'm gonna ask you a leading question on purpose. It it has to be the flowiest game you've ever played, right? Because, I mean, I literally read that 
uh, some guy, I can't for the heck of me remember his name, but <laughs> some guy was claiming that this was the flowiest game ever. So I need to ask you right now, is it a flow monster? No, it does not flow. It bounces around a lot. Like Star Trek, Stern Star Trek flows. Mm-hmm. This game, this game does not flow. I'm, I'm going to saddle. I'm, I'm going to, you know, excuse me, not saddle. I'm going to piggyback off that statement and uh, say it's, it's hot trash. I hated it. I, I didn't get really to play a lot want... of games, mm. but I really hated Halloween. <laughs> so here's one of the main problems and they could fix it with code if they really, if they could, I don't know where the lights are because of those in lane lifter elevator things. You hit different shots. The ball's gone for a while. And I mean, three seconds, maybe more. At least like, two seconds. I mean, <clears throat> like the best case the shot is yeah. almost five seconds. Yep. Best case is two seconds. Realistically, we're talking three to five seconds. Yeah. And then without any warning, it doesn't tell you where it's coming. It just dribbles out, dribbles out one of the in lanes. Yep. Like the, the in lane, the, the bottom lights on the in lanes that Stearns normally have lights go out on really quickly because all the vibrations there, those like flash, but they aren't very bright. But that's it. It like flashes two or three times and then you just see the ball rolling down the end lane. But like on Halloween, super slow. On Halloween, the right flashes, the left side never flashes. Or it didn't at tilt. Well, and that could be an issue with coding or something. I don't I don't know. So that's what I mean. Like that's a horrible job at telling you where the ball's coming from. Yep. And then but the layout. I couldn't even I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't even figure out how to get to the upper play field. And when I knelt down and looked up the playfield under the upper playfield, I found a shot that is literally not labeled. It's like to the left of the pumpkin, to the right of the drops that you can barely see. Yes. Like you can't yep. see half the drops. Right. And there's a... Half the shots. An, you can see the drops. You can't see all the drops. You see half of them. There's something in the way. Mm. And the insert or the knife that's for the shot to go up to that first up, upper play field is completely covered, completely covered. And once you, if you hit it by accident, that's how I figured this out. I hit it by accident. Or my wife did the balls up there. You don't even know where they, you, don't, you have no idea. The ball's just there and you're like, Oh crap. And you flip and the, it's drained. So yeah, I, the, the upper play field, I couldn't even get to the top play field. Now I only got to play. I'll, I'll give them this. I was only able to play two games on it back to back because yeah, we played about it two. was it was my wedding, and weirdly, a whole bunch of people wanted to talk to me and take pictures and literally anything else besides let me just sit there and play a game a whole bunch. But I feel in the two games, I was able to get a good idea of the shots because I was able to hit most of them. I was able to see how the ball interacted with everything, and I was super not impressed. It felt like Rob Zombie 2.0. Um, I heard – so I listened to the Eclectic Gamers podcast this morning. They went over the game. They, If you want to hear what they talk about, because they did not play the game yet, but from their – I guess there was a recent stream of the game from someone, and they both kind of had – 
her kind of thoughts on how the game plays. And a lot of it was also the screen um, animations were kind of. Oh, I mean, the assets are fucking garbage. Like, let's let's be really clear here. The the art, I'm sure somebody worked hard on the art. I'm not trying to discredit that. But when I buy Halloween, I'm not looking for comic book colorized uh, artistic styles of the theme. Uh, I'm I especially when you know I buy uh, Halloween that I mean there is Spooky's games aren't cheap. I, I'm expecting there to be fucking movie clips. I mean, there's movie clips in Mandalorian. I don't. I didn't really look at the screen, so I can't comment really on that but they had said that there's like like when the lightning goes off it goes through the entire house like like the filming or the um video work just wasn't on par with what you would expect along with the gameplay being a little and so half of the shots go to that subway or that elevator system oh and that elevator system is not fucking flowy i get you have an orbit the orbit's kind of weird. It reminded me of if you shoot the right orbit, the return feels a lot like Willy Wonka. And if you like that style of orbit, hey, that's awesome. I personally, I fucking hate that kind of orbit. I don't remember. Because um, if you shoot left orbit and it comes or the right orbit and it comes around to the left, that ball, it didn't, but it looked like it could really easily just be a straight down the center kind of drain. Oh, it's just so fast that it comes too far to the middle. Yeah. It's too far to the middle as opposed to, I was really hoping that it would be a shot that would be more easily repeatable. And in the one that we played, it did not feel that way. And Mm -hmm. yeah, the, when you shoot the pumpkin shot, the fucking pumpkin flashes, but the (laughs) ball still ends up coming out. Like it flashes just like it would if the scoop was about to vomit it back out at you, Correct. but it doesn't. Nope. It comes out the lower right. I'm pretty sure. And those LEDs guys, real talk, those LED I, that they stuck on to the end. Cause they were like, fuck, we don't have enough stuff. We got to innovate somewhere. Uh, those LEDs suck. Uh, I was super not impressed with which ones, the fucking the eBay ones that they just stuck on the outside and didn't even bother diffusing. You're not. Like, <laughs> you're talking about the ones that are stuck to the edge of the upper play fields. Yes, I'm sorry. There you the go. eBay Context, ones. buddy. Yep. The edge LEDs on the upper play fields were not impressive, and if anything, felt I, like they were blinding me. Like yeah. I was struggling to see the game more than they were like helping light the game up. I'm surprised they just didn't put like a like a V cover on them. So like it would just diffuse slash point them down, like point right. most of the light down. That would have made sense. Sure. But yeah, they didn't do that. So I really hated Halloween. Um, it definitely, I think the Eclectic Gamer says there's, there's, as of the other day, there was 14 for sale on Pinside. It, yeah, and that's this, not 14 pre-sales. Let's clarify that. That's 14 built games that people have gotten and they're already selling. This goes to prove uh, 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 this. You you should play a game before you buy it. Yep. He's right. If you are, if you are not a bajillionaire and you don't have cash, just ready 
you know, to just poop out, you definitely can wait to play the game. Someone's always going to sell it. So you should, should wait to play the game before you buy it. Totally agree. Normally. Especially when it's something like from a smaller, like, I don't know, whatever. If it's from a designer or manufacturer that you don't have a lot of experience with. Oh, sure. Like if it was a Keith Allen game. Yeah, I think Keith isn't going to ship a shitty game. Like I really don't believe. You you have an idea of his layouts. Like you have an idea of what his flow is. But like if it's from a designer you haven't heard of before, like whatever. Brian Eddy's recent Stranger Things, his first time back. It's like if you're not used to his old games, you might want to play it first. Right. Yep. And I'll totally agree with that. I think that there's some designers out there that, you know, at the bare minimum, the game is going to shoot an overall feel pretty good. This is not one of those games. This is not one of those designers to me personally. Okay. Moving on. Cause yep. we don't need to beat horses. Yeah. <laughs> dude, dude, I, I didn't play Avengers, so I can't talk about that much. Um, I did play Mandalorian though, that, that going down the line. Did you play Mandalorian? I got one ball on it. What is that yesterday or like your entire life? Yesterday and my entire life. Okay. So I don't dislike Mandalorian. This a lot of the, the one shot that I freaking didn't like, but felt so good when you hit it was the shot to the upper play field that is hidden really hard behind that upper flipper to the right. I didn't did you even feel see that the same. Yes, I did. I didn't feel the same way about the game that you did. Really? My wife even liked it. Yeah. She thought it was nice. Well, you know, she really likes monster bash. So, you know, <laughs> get your trash out of here. Um, me personally, it's not my favorite game. It wouldn't, it's not one that I'd be buying and bringing home. Yeah. I, I was wondering, so this, this leads back to a different conversation, but we had, um, me and the bar owner have pre, well, he has pre-ordered one, I guess, pre-ordered. He had ordered one for the bar that I helped route. And I pretty much told him about it and he talked, well, we talked and it was only doing it based on theme. It didn't matter how good the game shot. It was like, this game will probably do great on route because of the the theme. And then when I just had found out, I just started talking to him and he got pushed till early 2022. Oh, and then Godzilla came me. out and he can always back out of it. But like Godzilla came out, and he's like, well, should we switch? And I'm like, I mean, your high level players will want to play Godzilla instead. But will the general public want to play Godzilla versus Mando? And it's like, eh. The general public will probably know Mandalorian. I mean, everyone knows of the old Godzillas in the rubber suits. That that, you know, but everybody because like the millennial people probably don't. Yeah, they. It's at a. You really have to be under a rock, and I'm not arguing that you should get Godzilla and back out. I'm just saying, I can see the theme not being as strong as Mandalorian's theme. I'm I'm agreeing with you. I think you'd have to try pretty hard for people not to even know about the old Godzilla, but I will totally concede that fucking star Wars as a theme is 
there's no way anyone on planet earth doesn't know about star Wars unless they literally live in a fucking cave. George Lucas made sure that long before Disney got their fucking talons into it and then just pumped it even more. So I, I, I think Mandalorian's probably the safer bet if you're going on theme alone. I'm wondering if I gotta look to see on a pro. Does the pro have the upper flipper? It has one upper flipper instead of two, and the playfield does not move. No, no, no. There's an upper flipper on the premium, isn't there? No. What am I? It's a four flipper game. It's not a five flipper. What game was I thinking about then? Was that? Did I have the wrong game then? What game had the upper flipper on the left side that you had to hit a? Sh- was that? That's that was Avengers. A, a fucking Avengers. Yeah, and you did play Avengers because you played yeah. with me. Yeah, I only played like one game. Yep. And that shot sucked. That what is that? It's the magnet lock where it goes up the building tower. Oh, see, I've gotten dialed in on that shot. I hated it the first few times, but I well, got I, I'm pretty yeah. dialed in on it. I would assume it once you figure out where it is, but pff, that shot And it sucked. feels good because like you see the ball go all the way up there and then the magnet catches it and throws it the rest of the way up. Like I I really like that shot, but initially that was I thought at the time the weakest shot. The weakest shot moving forward and I'll stop talking about this is for sure Captain Marvel's ramp. Yeah. That, that ramp. like I never vertical. hit it once. Yeah. Anyways, back to um, sorry, um, Mando. Mando. So it was a Mando LE. Yep. That shot to the upper playfield is still a very tight, super steep ramp. That shot was hard to to really hit. Um the cool thing was the shot to the right 180 ramp had a lifter inside of it so it could like it would open and you would just zoom back out to the outer orbit back to you mm-hmm. and then sometimes it would enable and then it would go to the ramp right um my wife she enjoyed playing it i th- think there's a lot of shots that if you just flail around you hit um it's a safe oh, fan oh, layout you know what i i didn't mind the layout or the gameplay, but what I did not like about Mando was the light show. Fuck that game. I had a multi-ball or a mode, and all of a sudden, lights go out. Balls are still moving. They're all coming at me. Lights are totally out. Then they bright back up. It just blinds you. You can't see anything. And I don't even know. Did Dwight do this game? I'm pretty sure he did. Yes. Because 100%. Dwight did this. And you said... Tim, Tim did something similar on Black Knight. Yep, Black Knight when you shot the shield shot, which was the mystery. Uh, the whole fucking game would go dark. They eventually fixed it in code, but it took them like a fucking year to do it. <laughs> like it um, was a long time. Not a fan. Uh, absolutely inexcusable to have a blinding GI flash uh, and flashers. And then go completely dark. Balls are still flying around, coming back at you. No ball save. And then they come. Like, uh, the lights come back. I was like, "This sucks." It is that that part was not enjoyable. I got a multi ball one or two times. I didn't get too deep in the code. I mean, I'm not. I had no idea what to shoot for. My wife did start a mode, and that was really cool because I was like, "Oh wow, this is." This uh, it felt like there's a ton of stuff to do, so that was neat. Uh, Yoda doesn't really 
do much for the game. So, well, whatever. But the upper playfield was neat when you got up there. Like that was kind of fun. I liked that. That was enjoyable. It, My wife was super impressed with the way it, it moved. She at first she was like, "Oh, that's super cool." And then I'm like, "Yeah, this thing moves. Just get just wait." And then when I played, the like tilted back and she was she thought that was pretty neat. Yeah. I I think the layout itself was a really safe layout again. Um I don't feel Brian Maybe he was trying to get a better game underneath his belt or let let me rephrase that because there's a lot of stranger things fans. uh, Now I think he was trying to get a better launch game out before he starts to do more creative stuff, creative, new, new, new creative, new creative stuff. So I, I think that he's definitely one to keep an eye on. I didn't love the Mandalorian. Uh, it seems that there's a lot of Mandalorian owners that are kind of dumping them right now. Now it's hard to tell if that's to get the new Godzilla or if it's just the kind of the games worn out. It's welcome. I, I don't know, but I wasn't blown away by it, but I didn't hate it. I haven't followed it enough to know if like what pro players think versus what route operators think. Like I, I'm idea. sure route operators love it, man. I, I think no just about anything should... on route is, is just well, fucking. Yeah, we should it. ask some route people and see how their routes doing for it. Um, yeah. Stranger things was the next game in the lineup and that had a broken left flipper. So I got to play right flippered and then I just shut it off because it sucked. Like um, not being able to shoot. I wanted to play it because I was excited to play the new code. Cause I have not played it since launch at CES and I hated it. Um, what was well, the next right game down the line? Then, huh? I said, oh. nice. I'll hate it. Uh, I think Revenge for Mars is the next game. Yeah. That somehow made a surprise appearance at Tilt. That was kind of yeah. interesting. I don't... I remember I, liking it more than when I played it. I game. That game has a special place in my heart, but it's mm. not the best game. And it really is shadowed in comparison to the game it was literally fucking next to, which is yeah, again, the hard part though is we're also playing on heavily routed games, right? Well, so, my revenge for Mars, you liked, I never Could... played your revenge for Mars. I never even saw it. Oh, what? Yeah. You sold it before I was able to come to your house. Uh, well, sucks for you. I liked my revenge for Mars. No, I did not play I, tilts. I played one when I was new to the hobby up into loop and I loved it. And I played episode one, and I thought it was enjoyable. But playing episode that one, one was a dog stink. Oh, I liked it. But playing, but this is nostalgia. This is what I remember. But playing Revenge from Mars, there, it just felt like, like for real chopping wood, and like, ugh, I just, I just want to get going. It, I don't know. It yeah. was okay. Um, I got my wife. We plan. Uh, the next game down was Attack from Mars. And I was really hoping that my wife would just love it. So that I was like, oh, I, I have to sell something to get this game. And she <laughs> was just whatever. But again, the audio, you couldn't really hear. So maybe she didn't hear the callouts. But she was meh. She almost blew up the spaceship. So that was neat. Um, we skipped Medieval Madness because we have one. That makes sense. And then... I'm I'm only going down the line, but the last one of the last games we played before we left 
was Monster Bash Remake Ellie. And uh, she actually played something else that she liked a lot. And then she played Monster Bash and said she likes this game the most. And she really liked Monster Bash. What did she, she played... like a lot, real quick? She enjoyed all the different characters and the color-changing GI. Oh, the uh, other game? Yeah. Oh, Monster Bash. The other game she liked was Jersey Jack's Pirates of the Caribbean. Okay, gotcha. Um, I really okay. enjoyed Monster Bash as well, and I started looking to buy one. <laughs> right, row. Um, I did. I did validate that there's a classic, special edition, and a limited, and I would be fine with the special edition or limited. So, that is on the list. Got to we'll get that color happens. changing GI. Yes, correct. That was one of the main selling points. And I have it on the Medieval, and I actually really like it too. So Perfect. I played Radical. That's a fun, very, very hard game. It is it is hard, but it is probably now my favorite System 11 game. Yeah, it's super unique. It's just, there's fucking ramps all over the place. Yep, there's four Lots four of combo things. Four yeah. flippers, lots of ramps. It's got a magnet. I mean, like, it's... There's a lot of crap in it. Yeah, it's got a diverter on the ramp. Like, there's some cool shit on there. I, I really like that game. So, then we play, well, the next row, Walking Dead. I did not like it as much as I thought I was going to like it again. Yeah, I have... I, and I can't tell, like, the flippers felt weird, so I don't know if it was just, like, heavily routed and just didn't feel as good or what. I have but... a I have a Walking Dead Pro down in my basement. And I've had some more like one-on-one time with it. Like, yeah, with all the other pins off, just playing that one, uh, really getting a feel for it. And I fucking hate those left drop targets that you have to knock down to start a mode. Cause that bottom drop target is fucking impossible. No, it's, I mean, they're dangerous for sure, but that bottom one's like nearly impossible to nail. Hmm. So yeah, that, that game's kind of, it's it's a really good game. I understand why a lot of people love it. When you start blowing it up and stacking stuff, it feels so rewarding. But oh, I, is, I yeah, I don't know what it was. I I just it's I don't know. I'm kind of turned off by it a little bit. What was the next I'm, game? Twilight Zone, Adam Family. Yeah. Uh Twilight Zone, so good. I like that game a lot. Um. My wife didn't mind it. We we skipped it the, we skipped Adam's family because uh, my buddy has one, and then it was the heck was after Adam's Jurassic, Jurassic Park. Park. Yep, Jurassic Park LE. Yeah, meh. I think we played it, and even there is the auto launch couldn't make it up the one eighty ramp like eh, consistently. Yep. Ugh. And what was next? Big Lebowski. Oh, <laughs> played one ball, game broke, turned that yeah. bitch off. Pretty disappointed because I have never played one and I was, even my wife was excited. She's like, well, I don't, I don't, I haven't really seen the entire movie at one time, but this is pretty cool. And uh, the bowling alley in the lower play field. Yeah. Nope. It's a fun game. It, it, it feels like a Williams game. Like it really does. I couldn't tell you, nor yeah. do I want to talk about it because I don't care. Now the broken <laughs> pain and suffering in my heart. Well, then we got to play Avengers. 
And I don't, I maybe had one game on it with you. Because I think we started a game and then the pictures were happening. And so we had to stop playing it. Yeah. And so uh, I didn't, I had the hard time with the left upper magnet ramp shot thing. Mm -hmm. And then the right marble ramp, obviously uh, unhittable. Yep. And I did lock a ball twice into the Doctor Strange subway. And that's a cool Uh, thing, right? That's a cool toy. You can't see shit. Like, you don't see the balls in the lock under the playfield unless you, like, stand up on your tippy toes and look down. Yeah. Like, it's not ideal. Uh, I never got multi-ball. Like, nothing ever happened. They just, you know, the game ended and they ejected. So, I don't know. Couldn't give you a good idea. Um, the one thing is I started some mode or something, some modes where you could, like, fight between two people a bunch all mm-hmm. over the place. I had no yep. idea what was going on. So... I, Did, I don't know. Were you able to notice like some of the shots ended up going to like ramps or wire forms and stuff like that? No. I mean, did you? I no. have no idea. Okay. So, all right. Well, I could bad see job there. Game. I could see it being a whatever game. So, mm. yeah. So then instead of talking about all the games, what about, cause I mean, a lot of the games on the back row was like world cup soccer, ghostbusters. Broken. Don't care. Uh, didn't play it. I Deadpool. Oh, but the carriage flippers. So screw those. Yeah. Uh, I didn't play it. Wonka. Deadpool did not like their game. You could not hit that ramp, the sword ramp shot. Yeah. What about Wonka? But, nope. Did not like that game. I hate Wonka. Like Dude, with a fiery burning passion. I enjoy Waz in a home environment. I do not enjoy Jersey Jack games. Mm-hmm. After playing GNR Pirates, Wonka, Wizard of Oz. They did not have it dialed in, but I am not a fan of Jersey Jack games. And Pirates, definitely. That and Monster Bash, like the, the flippers felt weaker after, like, what, by five o'clock. Yeah. What did you think of the build quality of Pirates versus Guns N' Roses? Did you notice big differences there? Uh, Pirates felt, felt better. Like, yep. I, I thought Pirates. Um, I can see why people shit on it when it first came out because, like, I did not enjoy it. Like, the, the shots and stuff were like, meh, whatever. They, stuff doesn't feel all that great on it. It's kind of very tight. It is um, very tight because there's, like, a bajillion shots in it. Yeah. And it was like, meh. But then when we we played it, probably four or five games on it easily, maybe seven. Mm-hmm. I started... Kind of being like, well, I could see this in a home environment being more fun because you're not paying and you can hear and you can play a bunch and get the rules. Like, I never was able to shoot a ball from the one ship to the other. I had a blast in the upper playfield. I thought that was super fun. Oh, yeah, the rocking ship upper playfield. Um, so I could see Pirates being a good game. Uh, but Guns N' Roses? Nope. Could, do not see how that could be fun. The shots are there's a very narrow play field that's usable. Everything is super low, like way lower than the P3 pop ups, uh, the scoops. And you have no idea what's going on. It's so much light all over the place. You have no idea what to do. Yep. And didn't, yeah. I, you, you had a hard time hearing. My wife got a song going, which was a multi ball. And that was fun because, like, uh, it had a pretty good vault saver on it for that. 
Mm-hmm. So she, start, we could barely hear it, but like she got it going, and that was that was all right. But like, since there's barely any room to make shots, it's so hard to like get the balls up to where you need to like you know play pinball. Ah, I can, ugh, I can see why people are dumping them, and I, well, that I don't know. for the build quality. I yeah, I don't know. I I uh, no thanks. Okay. okay. Well, you got to play uh, some good pins and get some good experience on the games, though, right? And that that's important. Yeah, Wonka, I did lock it into the the tourney thing where it opens up and like it turns the gobstopper. Yeah, no, no, I mean nothing happened, but like, yeah, you got to lock yeah. three balls there. Just did not. For some reason, like, I don't know what it is, but it just didn't. I feel Wonka, like you should be able to I play think... a game and be satisfied with some of the shots, mm-hmm. and they just. None of Jersey Jack's games feel satisfying. Like, they must make up for it in other ways. I think Pirates is an exception to that, but Wonka I really hate. Wizard of Oz I, I do really like, but god damn, is that fucking game hard. Uh, for location, I mean, it's... Wizard I'm sure it makes a ton of money. Yeah, like, Wizard of Oz That's is a, a home great game, game yeah. but yeah, I would not know. N- I'm sure operators love it because, you know, you plunge the ball and it's just three times you plunge the ball and it drains. You got to get Toto. You got to, you know, rescue the. Yeah, that's also yeah. really, 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 really fucking hard. I uh, did. I mean, it. Toto's easier than there's no place like home. That's oh. the harder one to get. I, I did Toto on route, though. That was fun because yep. I even told Mickey, I, like uh, my wife, like the ball drained out the right side. And I was like, oh, my God, I got it. And it ejected up. And I said, I just had this one shot and then I get the ball back. And she's like, oh, really? And I'm like, and I did it. It was like, you know, being Roger Sharp, saving pinball. Mm-hmm. The one shot came, came <laughs> back. I was like, I'm a king. All right, Roger, calm down. But yeah, it's, I don't know, man. I uh, I, I think Wizard of Oz and, and Pirates are definitely their best games. No, you said Dialed In was one of their best games. I think as a standard bodied game, Dialed In is my favorite. I have not played one. I ha- I played one at MGC when they launched it, but I haven't like played one. So I gotta go find one. Maybe go to yeah, SS Billiards. I, I I think dialed in's my favorite standard body, and my wide body. I think I I well not I think I know it's Pirates over Wizard of Oz. Okay, but Pirates so is on just Pirates, too fucking expensive. That left ship, that's bullshit. That's not like another playfield, like. When I remember when it got announced, it was like, there's two fucking upper playfields and there's two ships and they fight. No, they don't. You do? Okay, so for the upper... That was a letdown. For the upper ship play, the upper ship play field, you have to... I don't remember. There's some amount of like lit shots that you have to shoot, and I think you have to hit the spinner a certain amount of time up there. Uh, but then the there's like doors, almost like Wizard of Oz, like Dorothy's, it like opens up. And if you get the ball up there... Then, then the ball gets launched into the little thing, and while the play field is rocking back and forth, you hit the action button down at the bottom, and that's what will fire the ball from one side to the other into the ship. And if you shoot it right, then it counts as a hit. Um, and then I think you start a ship multi ball. I can't yes, remember. But the left that. ship yeah. isn't like a play field, it's just like correct. Ship. Yes, yeah, they made it sound like it was like two, two ship play fields, and it was like. No, just the battling ship. Yeah, yeah that, that was shenanigans. It's still then, cool to see, and it's fun to get. 
Like oh, that's sure. probably one of my favorite things. To I'm just do, saying it was a letdown from what they when they initially launched it, and that's all mm. I heard about. And then the the chest shot, right where there's like you hit it and it loops up onto the ramp. Yeah, it's a really small 180 ramp uh, into the chest. One, very tight shot. Two, the flippers <laughs> are getting all fucking overheated, and you it it would go up and come down, go up and come down. I was like, God dang it. I think that that part we can't hold as much. That's more on location. I'm sure those flippers need to be rebuilt badly. Well, that's my thing. The <laughs> JZPs are just trash on route. Like what you can now know, I think maybe even Guns N' Roses proved it. Having a JGP on route is worthless. Like for the price you pay, what's the point? Yeah, I don't think that they'll make their money back as quickly as a Stern Pro will on route. Well, especially I don't even think after Stern's all the price anymore. between between. I don't know. I think Seven they will. Grand for a pro? It's ridiculous. Yeah, I I think I think the pro still can, and I think the standard JGP maybe, but you know, the shitty part is is I kind of blame JJP because once they were taking shit out and doing what Stern does, I think that signaled to Stern that they could jack their prices up because of all the issues that people have been having with JJP and now Stern's still cheaper than Jersey Jersey Jack standard. Uh, you know, and they can just claim that they have, you know, they're cheaper, a little bit better play field quality, arguably, because uh, people have been uh, having mad issues with yeah. those Guns N' Roses play fields. I'm hoping, and I've said it in the thread, that American Pinball, if they can keep their initial price of 65 ish and they can come out with something, whatever. I mean, they're going to be the cheapest high-quality game in town. I hate to break it to you, but that's not going to happen. I'm sure they're going to hike their price up because they also left. They're now utilizing new boards that they had to make in-house. But the next game sure will there's... have the old boards. Huh? The next couple games will have the old boards, the multimorphic boards. Mm, so. The P-Rock board still? Okay. Yep. Well, then then they might be able to hold that price. but So, um, I mean, we'll see. I know manufacturing has gone up, but my gosh, if they could release. They said they're they going to have two games stop, out this year. Yeah, they need to stop dicking around and just sign that Sonic Spinball. Ryan, they need to he, sign him. He talked a bunch of stuff, and like it sounds like no one signed him. So, well, yep. we'll see. Well, well they're, they're stupid. Because I'd cancel my my order right now and go get a fucking Sonic, straight up. As it sits, I don't even need fucking art on the playfield. So, hmm. American Pinball is leaving this serious serious money maker just sitting on the fucking table. I yeah, I I feel like it was soon. I think Texas is coming up, right? Or is that Expo? One of the two is coming up. I must be Expo. Yeah, I think there's a show coming up, and I think somebody's going to be there. Also, uh, otherwise. CGC's classic edition used to be 65. So we'll see if they raise the price on their Texas Canyon. I'm sure they will. I, however, um, so once my wife played monster bash and she was just in love with it, I was like, Oh, maybe we should go, go get one. And then I was like, maybe we should just get all the remakes. (sighs) They're just, they're so fun. They're just fun. Mm-hmm. And I think they're fun because her and I played similar where we just flip. We don't know what we're doing. We just flip around and it's fun. That's, that's probably okay. why they're so enjoyable. Yeah. Um, I did. After you explain the game, cause me and you played monster bash and you kind of like 
walk me through what you were doing and how you beat it or whatever you do to, you know, get the biggest mm-hmm. points. To blow it up, yeah. And I started doing that. And at one point, I just wanted Dracula to come out to show her. And it took me about five games to do so. But um, I definitely could see it being, if you were really good at pinball or you made the game super easy and you were able to slow it down and make your shots, I could definitely see it being a very quick, easy game. But that's not normally how I or we play. So then I was on like, oh, maybe I should just like borrow one, like at least one. Like can I just get a month, like, you know, whatever, $100, hundreds of whatever dollars and just borrow one, right? Just lease it. Because then maybe that'll just get the, get it out of your system. Yeah. I hate to break it to you, but it's probably going to be about $400 to rent one. That's fine. I'm fine with that. So. Because that, that's cheaper than buying it for 10 Well, true. Yeah. Yeah. You also have to find somebody willing to let you borrow it. <laughs> sure. That Well, that's why I asked you if, if you, uh, that one person yeah. had one. I'm still looking, though. Maybe I'll post up, but yeah, I, I think it's fun. I don't. I talked about selling Tron, but then I, I played it the, to this morning, and I was like, ah. Monster Bash isn't as good as Tron. Straight Tron up. is not a really fun game. It's a serious game, but the sound mm-hmm. callouts are so good. Mm-hmm. So good. Right. It's cool to have the mix of modes up too. But all right, uh, next question I have before we venture on to all the other discussions: Did you get to see the live stream? I started the live stream of you're talking about Godzilla. So yep. Dev Flip did a stream the other Friday. I did not get yep. to watch it then. I was shopping for pants for your wedding. <laughs> yeah, I went shopping but... Saturday night for my pants. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was, turned it on while I was cooking dinner. And okay. so I watched five minutes. And so oh. I haven't I haven't seen it. Like I didn't get to sit there and watch it. So I still oh. need to do that. Okay. Uh, but I heard a couple callouts in it. Is very classic Godzilla. Yep, I'm pretty excited, but it, I'll, we'll wait to talk about it. I guess next time when you yeah, find the I'll time watch, to watch it. The stream probably tomorrow. Um, as a Godzilla fan, I don't. It's like most of my other things. I I I watched a bunch of the black and white Godzilla TV shows and and the old stuff when I was in my teens, and it was like late night Friday or Saturday night on air. You know, Rabbit Ear. TV. I don't mm-hmm. remember stuff. I just know that it was, I liked it. But I don't like remember all the monsters and their names and all that stuff. So like, that's the kind of person I am. So like, I really like Godzilla. I'm just not like a, a hyper fan. Well, cool. Well, I guess we can talk about that more after you've watched the stream and yeah. checked out some of the light shows and stuff. Because there's some pretty awesome light shows. I'm excited to see the, um, the Newton ball magnet thing. Because I think that's a really... I'm surprised it took this long to come out with that a mech like that. So, mm-hmm. and it's cool that's on all the models. Yep, it's the one toy that pros get. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, all right, well, moving on then. I guess I'll let you start talking because. Uh, yeah, these yeah. were my. No, no. Okay, so, God, I don't remember when this was. It was a week, was a week or two ago. The PlayStation had a had a showcase, kind of like what Nintendo does with their directs. Mm-hmm. And they had a bunch of new games. And I joined in late because I was uh, at work, but they showed 
a Uncharted remaster for PS5, a God of War, the next God of War, which looked super duper good. There was the KOTOR remaster coming out. I'll put links in the show notes to the recaps and the the video of it. Did you, I I don't think you've seen it, but did you uh, check any of it out? No, I haven't had a chance to. I mean, it makes sense that KOTOR's coming out because uh, literally, what, um, Mass Effect just came out and that's Bioware as well. So it doesn't surprise me that KOTOR is getting a remaster now because that's also one of the most popular Star Wars games. Great. Yep. Um, and it's also, a great game, got, period. You got leaked that it's coming to PC as well. Perfect. So that'll be a big one. Um, Gran Turismo 5 was shown, or Gran Turismo 5, Gran Turismo 7 was shown off. Let's see. I'm trying to find, I clicked the, there's the Guardians of the Galaxy game, didn't care. The the voice, because they're, they, they're using different voice actors, it kind of threw me off when I saw the. Well, they have to. Disney won't work with the I, voice actors. I know. It's weird. Let's see. Was there anything else in here that I remember? No, nothing. Alan Wake. Remember? Yeah, nothing that I was all excited. The problem was, was that prior to this uh, uh, video stream, there had been a ton of rumors that there was going to be some old PlayStation uh, licenses being rebooted. And one big one was Twisted Metal, because there's supposedly a Twisted Metal TV show coming out and SOCOM potentially. And so I was just like super hyped. I was thinking it was going to be like a Nintendo Direct where like the last video was going to be like, oh shit, Twisted Metal 10 is coming out and it's going to be nuts and then nothing. So it was disappointing to me. I don't have a PlayStation 5, but if Twisted Metal got announced, I would probably spring for a PlayStation. Well, the new Slimline's coming out soon enough, so. Yeah. And then it should become pretty readily available at that point. There was a hardware revision just recent. I think it was like GPU cooling stuff. And now there's a new hardware revision being rumored as well. And I think that's the slim you're talking about. Presumably. Yeah. And I think the the hardware revision that they just came out with, I think it runs hotter than the original PlayStation, but it doesn't have as many hardware related issues. And from what everyone's been able to tell, even though it runs hotter, uh, it's not, running so hot that it's throttling Mm. which is all you really have to care about but that does mean that for those people that are getting version 1.1 before the slimline or 1.5 whatever you want to call it uh, they have to have it in a well-ventilated area or it will start fucking thermal throttling (laughs) which for uh, listeners those that don't know uh, thermal throttling means that it gets so hot that it has to slow down. It can't run at its like normal speeds because it's producing too much heat and all new current devices that are out. Uh, you know, they have that technology in them to allow them to, uh, you know, kind of ebb and flow as they need to. But if, if your device is constantly overheating, it's going to downclock itself so much to where it's more or less not usable. Yeah. Cell phones are common when you're gaming on them. Yep. Anyways. All right. So I don't have enough time to even make it get hot, so that's fine. <laughs> right. Uh, the Switch, Cruise and Blast came out. I pre-ordered that the immediately second that it was available. It, I got it the day it was supposed to ship or whatever. You could, you know, it publicly was announced or uh, available to purchase. 
I am in love. Uh, it is a true arcade racer. The graphics are really good. Uh, the tracks were a little bit changed versus the arcade, but if you didn't play the arcade, you would have no idea. It is over the top. I've unlocked, my goal is to 100% it. I've unlocked a bunch of the cars. I'm still working on it, but I had to get the unicorn for my daughter. Um, if if you if you don't love arcade racing games, you will not like this game. You need to like arcade racing. Um, also, it has some handicap features in it, similar to Mario Kart. Uh, you can turn on auto accelerate. And what I really liked was that the track designs, because uh, there's some huge jumps, and if you don't jump, if your car doesn't make the full jump, you kind of hit an invisible track and you, you keep going. So it keeps you going. And all the turns and stuff, you don't really get stuck on. You just keep going. And if you do get hung up, it just auto brings you back to the middle of the track and you're just going. What that means is little kids who don't know how to drive, it's like I said, Mario Kart, where it can auto steer you. It keeps you going. So my daughter can almost not even touch the controller and she's racing. Now she'll get last place. However, she can still play the game and she is actually really enjoying it. She was getting sad that she kept getting 10th uh, last place, but then I was coaching her a little bit and we were racing and I made sure it was on easy and all of a sudden she got, you know, she worked her way up and all of a sudden randomly she got first. And so then she got all back into it and uh, we've been having a great time with it. So if you have little ones, you can turn that on. It's multiplayer. We're having a blast. We haven't played two player yet. We've just been trying to unlock things. The keys, the there's every track has three hidden keys that you you don't have to collect every single track, but like uh, you do it one time for every track, and then those unlock cars for you later, and then you can unlock per car. You can unlock uh, different levels. There's like a neon that you can unlock that adds little neon accents to your character, your car. Then there is body kit. Uh, engine upgrade and something else and uh it's pretty fun unlocking those it doesn't really change your car so if you have a super upgraded car you can still race against someone with a basic car it's just kind of the visuals of it and i think that's great um i'm totally digging it i totally recommend it. it's 40 bucks and uh it's been amazing if you like like i said you must like arcade racing what he's really me. saying is you have to love them. Yeah. It's pretty much like the old cruisins mixed with Excite Truck from the Wii. It's just over the top. I mean it's nuts. Like you can like one unlockable car is a T Rex. Or I'm sorry, a tri Triceratops. It's just it's stupid. It's great. What I would love is if Rothrills So here's part of the problem. Oh god, here not we a, go. They're going not down the Hydro Thunder. <laughs> no no no. <laughs> They're not a console menu. Like, they don't make games for consoles. So this was their first foray into that, which means everybody's screaming they want online. But they, while they've done Ethernet gameplay, which links cabinets together, they have not done online racing. And so they, they had said, well, you know, if we figure it out, we'll add it as an update to the game later. Um, now, I, I'm hoping that this game is very successful, and so it wants... It brings them to want to port more games over. There's H2 Overdrive and Dirty Racing 
there's the newer truck game that they released and the motorcycle game and a, a handful of others. And it's like, like H2 Overdrive is God, eight plus years old now. Like they aren't going to make more money on the game unless they make a sequel. It'd be a great old game to port to consoles um, on switch alone the port to Cruise and Blast didn't lose all that much graphic visual wise. Uh, the arcade still looks amazing, but you know, they're programming for PC. So I just hope that it, it leads to more games from them. Uh, the problem, like I said, is these people just, they, they want, they want everything from this little studio that just makes arcade games. And people also need to understand like, this is a arcade manufacturer. They make arcade games. And even if they port them, which we used to get that stuff, right? Like Dreamcast. I don't remember when the last arcade game got ported because it's been so long. But some people just expect so much content from a game and they're not used to these arcade games. Or Arcade games are there to take your money. Like they're not all that long. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. I hope it's all good. Uh, the other newer game out was WarioWare. There is a demo available in the eShop. I got the demo. I have a lot of fun. It, you can beat the game, which is kind of a storyline, in a few hours, but then it unlocks a ton of mini micro games. So, like, just because you beat the main game of the story arc doesn't mean that that's the game. So, there's a ton of stuff afterward. So, if you're into the old WarioWare stuff, this is uh, probably a pretty good buy. I hated it. Oh, that's ridiculous because I don't. How, what? Why? It's fun. Um, so I guess the biggest thing is, all right, I buy a game. All right. Here's here's my experience. I went out and I spent 60 or $69, whatever the hell that is for a new game. Okay. I go back to my house with my friends. Uh, believe it or not, I have a couple. And I'm wanting to play four-player WarioWare. Can you tell me what you can't do? Uh, as soon as you buy a game for $60 that is like built around fucking multiplayer. You have to finish the main game to unlock the four player. I played an hour and a half of that game and did not unlock the multiplayer. I think you could play with a friend. Yeah, sure. Cool. Yeah. yeah. But you want to know what that doesn't fucking help me with when I have two other people that wanted to play and we're sitting down trying to play WarioWare and we can't play it. Maybe you should have I... looked it up beforehand. <laughs> if you want Why? to sell it, you can sell it to me. Okay. No. No. It's not even my game. I'm just going oh. over like the the purchase, the getting home, the excitement. Wait, and then it's the, not your game? The, and then the ruined memories of so you, me you, playing you for an hour and a half. Okay. It still doesn't mean I can't have a fucking opinion about it. You said you spent $69. $60. Whatever. You know what I'm getting at here. You, me, the buyer, the potential victim of Nintendo's bullshit, <laughs> just like Mario Golf. I'm really mad at Nintendo. Like, you you have no idea. You and, Don, on my shit list. you and Don from Gaming on 10 can go hate Nintendo together. They need to just stop I... fucking around. That's like, that's like, that's like selling fucking Mario Party. <laughs> and you get it home and you can't play fucking Mario Party with three of your friends. Like, that's unacceptable. Did you look it up as well? Like, did you Google it quick? Why? Okay. 
I'm just curious. I, I, no. I have no idea. I'm just asking. I love you. And I'm trying not to snap at you right now. But if it was a game that wasn't a fucking multiplayer game, that's like the whole point of it. I could see that comment and, and, and I would have to concede. But it's literally Mario Party without the board. And, and the closest comparison I have is Mario Party. And if I bought Mario Party and I couldn't go home and immediately play with three other friends to try to ruin our friendship because that's what Mario Party does, then what's the fucking point of buying the game? Like, I don't want to have to go home and unlock stuff for two hours to then be able to play with all my friends. Okay. Because Mario Wears like a party game, right? Can we agree on that? Okay. And and party games shouldn't come with stuff locked behind a wall. I just looked it up. Okay. And it says, from IGN, after completing most of the story mode, you will <laughs> unlock the variety pack, which includes nine mini games that can be played between one and four players. So, yes, you have to unlock four player. Right. But, but yeah, you can play co-op through the story mode. Yes. So you can play I two player. Yeah. don't disagree that this is a party game, and that is weird that they wouldn't let you play it from the it's, beginning. Yeah, it's pretty fucked up because I wanted to play with my friends, just like I know the person that bought this game, Zach, wanted to play this game with his friends that were there to play the game. Like, he just got home. He loaded it up. We didn't think we were going to have to go unlock stuff, and we played for an hour and a half. And that fucking story mode, let me tell you real quick here, um, the cutscenes are really annoying because I really don't give a damn. Like I, especially when you made me play the game without my friends to, to unlock the mode to play with my friend. I so don't fucking care about the cutscenes for a story that really doesn't make sense to begin with. Cause Wario has a bug infested thing and we have to do these stupid little, like two to five minute cutscenes. Like I so didn't care. Man, you're uh, just angry. I really want. Uh, it I would be them, like it would be like buying Call of Duty, and you can't go play online until you finish the single player campaign. I said, yeah. Or or buying Call of Duty, and before you can even play the game with a gun, you have to go fucking unlock it by playing parkour, like <laughs> parkour. jumping puzzles. Like that's not. That is not the expected result. Again, if it wasn't a game that was really centered around four player, I, I I wouldn't be upset. Right. But this is a party game like this is su- like super. It'd be like going to buy Super Smash Brothers and finding out, oh, you got to beat the game twice uh, with two <laughs> different characters before you can fucking play against your friends. Like, I feel like it did have a bunch of unlocks, though. I'm it did, but, but it, it did. Maybe it did but, not four player. You could still, from the beginning, boot the game up and play four-player co-op, yeah. couch co-op. <laughs> like, this is the first party game I've ever downloaded where they pulled that bullshit. And I was like, that's pretty fucked up. So, I guess that's my mini rant about WarioWare. I have to pee. Thank you for the announcement. Hang on. Yep. Okay. I guess the only thing I can say is that... They 
wanted to do something different. They figured most people would buy it, play the game, unlock it, and then have friends over. But I can totally see your point, and I would definitely also be upset that if I got it on launch and had four players, four people over, or whatever, three, that I would also be sad that I could not play four player. The only thing we did with the Wii version of Smooth Moves is that we played the normal whatever, and we just passed the Wii mode around because that was really fun instead of like doing four players at once. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I'm excited about it. I thought my daughter would like it. We played the demo, but see, it's not like Smooth Moves from the Wii because you can pick different characters, and then each of those characters has different abilities. And it uses controllers, so it's not intuitive anymore. And so my daughter really didn't get it. And so that is probably why I won't buy it anytime soon. Because she just she's not good at the controller and like just knowing what to do. So when I was like, shave the armpit, she's like, uh, okay, rather go buy Paw Patrol, the game. Mm-hmm. So it'll be a, I, I would love to get it. I just, you know, there's no time to play it. So I'll just wait. Uh, I don't know what else is coming out for the Wii anytime soon. Cause I am cruising blasting, but on Xbox, my buddy finally talked me into getting modern warfare remastered for $20 via a physical purchase from Best Buy. That is the call of duty in modern warfare infinite. With the Modern Warfare bundle, it's like they, I'm assuming it's the original where they made you, you had to buy Call of Duty Infinite to get the Modern Warfare Remaster disc with it, but it's 20 bucks physical instead of 40, 45 digitally, so I bought that, got it loaded, and so me and him have played a bunch, and it brought back a lot of fond memories of my Call of Duty days. However, it also brought back the cheat, cheaty feeling of being robbed <laughs> when you're playing. Uh, and also, holy crap, is the chat toxic as hell. I could have told I, you that. I I thought like maybe people would have grown up a little bit. No. No. Because I also played Warzone, Call of Duty Warzone with my other buddy. Mm-hmm. And I've never played that before. I did not like that a lot. But that chat was absolutely horrendous. Voice Just. chat's awful. Until they oh. can come up with an AI to really like filter out all content being shared over the mic, it's just going to be like that. Oof. And Call of Duty is the worst, the worst, because, you know, at least with like kids with, let me rephrase that, people with computers, there's a lot more ability outside of call of duty you know some more like custom games custom servers that you can join into where there's a lot higher level of uh, point of entry when billy bob Bo can go down the road and spend 200 dollars on a playstation 4 used or you know get a playstation 5 for 500 bucks that's still a chunk of money i'm not trying to discredit that but that's really where like the it's more accessible filthy casuals are yeah, uh-huh. and they're <laughs> very filthy and the filthy casuals are going to act like filthy casuals um 
And that's not to say that you can't be a professional gamer on consoles and that they aren't the same. <laughs> I'm just simply stating that the market <laughs> kind of reflects that uh, consoles don't have the ability to have a lot of the controls and administrative powers that PC games can inherently have based on how they're built. So on Modern Warfare, we just do team chat, so it's just us, which is great. But on Warzone, I, I had no idea what was going on. I just joined my buddy, but it was me and him, and then we got paired with another two people. Yep, because you got to be so a team there was four. Just four of us. I didn't realize this. So it was like just four of us. Those two other guys were absolutely bad, bad talking, horrible stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm also trash at the game because it's my first time playing. So, Oof. I'm sure they loved you as a teammate. Yeah, I'm Just not as much sure as I'll play Warzone them. again. <laughs> um, but I got my other buddy to buy Modern Warfare, so now we can have a three pack. But that's why. So the buddy I play with, who got me to buy it, drinks White Claws. So now I've got my Call of Duty juice. Mm, okay. So when you want to be an adult and you know, play like computer games, you know, let me know. And then I don't have like, a computer. I'd be games. happy to, you know, play computer games with you. But won't happen. Uh, Diablo two remastered is like about to drop. Yeah. I, I don't care. I have a moral issue with this. I really love Diablo a lot. I spent a lot of time in Diablo, mm-hmm. but with the recent, Blizzard Activision issues. I have a hard time giving them my money. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, nope. Ugh. And I guess I also don't have the time to the, just like dedicate to Diablo again. But like, ugh, I love Diablo. Yeah, I I don't really like Diablo two or Diablo or those games. Just in oh general. really? Dang. Yeah. No, I I really don't. I would love to buy a Warcraft 2 remastered. Yeah, I still okay. want to buy Warcraft 3, and I will, will buy Diablo 2 remaster. I will not buy them, and, at least until they can get some of this social stuff figured out, because that's just not right. I bought Wings of Liberty back in the day new. What's oh StarCraft? StarCraft, Wings of Liberty. I have since not paid any money, and I think I've unlocked Heart of the Storm. I don't think they've unlocked uh, Legacy of the Void yet, but I got Heart of the Storm for free. I'm just kind of sitting around waiting until Legacy of the Void, I can pick it up for free. I'm not. uh, Maybe we could play that game together because. Yeah, you need a gaming PC. See, we've got to rewind this. That's what I just told you. I have my MacBook and I have StarCraft on it. Okay. Well, if you want to play adult games, let me know and we could try playing those. Because then we could play StarCraft 2. Mm-hmm. And I also have... Uh, I only bought the original one, so I'd never bought the other StarCraft 2s. But I would totally buy them if we played the campaign and co-op or whatever, if that's possible. Yeah, I think you can. I'd be down for that, because... Okay, I'll, I'll do that. Some, I love some of that StarCraft. Yeah, I just Starcraft. mouse and stuff. See, everybody was playing Diablo and Warcraft. I was StarCraft. Hardcore oh, StarCraft. I, oh, yeah. So... I, my childhood game was StarCraft, not Diablo 2, not Warcraft 2 or 3. Big Game or... Hunters, baby. But Big in Game either Hunters, case, all the gold. Yeah. 
use right. map settings are great. So, moving We're almost on. Done. We have a couple little things to talk about. Yep. Uh, this is this is total doesn't matter anymore. But Coin Taker Coin Taker leaked the Godzilla. Uh, a week or two ago, they sent an email out. It had Godzilla in the thing, and then they sent more emails out to cover it up. But they they leaked it. It was already rumored. I thought that was amusing. Uh, I sent you guys a screenshot. Yeah, Deep I got Root. it. I thought it was super funny. Oh, yeah. Deep Root went to shit. Deep no Root knows is what's going fucked. on. Yeah, no, we know exactly what's going on. The F- SEC, FEC, they're fucking stepping in. Like, Ponzi scheme confirmed. Yeah. So they're done. I'm sorry to anybody that pre-ordered. This is... Uh, I got fucked on a game. I get what it feels like. It's not fun. It doesn't feel good. And it sucks when you had a manufacturer that we thought had a chance to like enter the market and come in with some cool new games and they were completely fake. That is a huge letdown to the entire industry. Even if you didn't like Deep Root, competition's better and now we have one less. So I'm hoping someone maybe picks up some stuff, but I feel bad for all the employees. Also, fuck Robert. What a just total fucking cod piece. Yeah. Yep. I mean, who was it? Steve Bowden? Didn't he work for them? I'm not sure. No. There were some good people that worked there, and I'm not mad at everyone at Deep Root, because a lot of these people were trying to follow the same thing that you just said. They wanted to get their foot in the door. You know, I hate to say it, but pinball is a pretty old man hobby. Uh, and I mean that literally, I don't purposely mean to be ageist, but for you to be a designer these days, I mean, if we look at how many designers are under the age of what, 50, you can count them on like half a hand. Like, I mean, most of the guys that are designing and making pinball machines right now are older guys. And that's not inherently a problem, but that means that the ways that they've been doing games up to this point is going to be more of the continuation of and a continuation of what they've been doing. And it, I'm really hopeful that as time moves on, there are more opportunities for people to be able to get into the hobby that is very hard to get into in the first place. As far as like trying to make a living. Yeah. It is Steve Bowden. Yep. Um, yeah. Anyways, moving on. We don't want to get does, too deep Does this into help the my joke with root. the Canadian Deep Root company? <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, Laugh Factory or whatever the fuck it is? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Haven't Man. heard shit from them either. Yeah, they went quiet too. God, I hope nobody fell for that. Ugh. Well, at least they didn't take money yet that I know of. Mm, I'm sure they did. I'm sure somebody contacted them. They're like, oh my God, yes. Mm-hmm. And we haven't heard anything from them. But All moving right. on. So CGC announced Cactus Canyon. Yep. But there's the... no information beyond that. And Well, then... we know that the code's being messed with. Yes. We know that the topper is interactive and it sounds like the... The apron might be interactive now. Oh, really? Yeah. On the LE or the whatever oh. the top dog is. Okay. Yeah. Um, so we know that the topper's interactive. We know that there might be something going on in the apron. 
we know it's going to be RGB. They're touching the code. And I think they're updating some of the art assets. Oh, we also, I think they rumor that the mechs might be updated too. Oh, yes. Yep. They, they yep. That's the other thing. And the mechs. So I, I, I don't know. I think CCR could be pretty awesome. Yes. I, I've never played one in person. I've heard mixed things. I've heard some people say that uh, it's a very fun game. And if the code was complete, it could be the best Williams game. Then I've heard people say, this game is a piece of shit. And even with new code, it plays like shit. And so... Yeah, but I mean, people say that shit about Medieval Madness. Correct. I don't know what to believe. I need to play one. I was very excited. And then it took them a long time to even announce this. And so I kind of... Not lost interest, but like, I don't. I'm not in the position to be buying games unless I sell something. So, yeah, I'm assuming the LEs will sell out, of course, and then go for stupid money. I'm just really happy to know that Medieval Madness remakes are getting redone in 2023, and all these people fucking paying thirteen thousand for Medieval Madness like LEs. You know, sorry, not sorry. Like, I I get the market that dictated it, but the people that are paying that, you know. That really sucks don't for know, you. We don't know what they're going to sell them at, though. You're right, but... By, by yeah. then, maybe the market will tank. Maybe it'll stay up, and they'll raise the I don't, price. Who knows? I don't think that the market's going to tank. We Pinball also as an industry would Texas have to Canyon tank. Canyon will sell for. We don't. It could go up. And I bet yeah. it would not surprise me if they uh, raise prices. Because suck. Uh, Stern's at 7 now for a pro. And Cactus Canyon mm-hmm. is way more packed than a pro. So I could easily mm-hmm. see them coming up and saying, oh, well, see, because Cactus Canyon has more mechs you know, than a fucking pro that just has a magnet in it to catch the ball. Um, yeah, no, our new game. dollars more. Yeah, we're $1,000 more because of COVID. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll see. Yeah. So the original classics were at 65 and we could... We could I could see them selling for seventy five. Not that I could I want see them, them selling to, for eight. I could see them. Oh my god! As disgusting as it is, I could see it selling for eight. Why? Why do you say that? Don't put that in the universe. I just did. Yeah. So they also moving... are, they also want to talk about selling more medieval madness kits. I think they mean the XL screen and the GI. Oh no! The Maybe FOMO the Parnell. I, I'm glad I got mine, man. I love, I love my kits. W- once I saw them all together, the topper I'm not. Topper super, sucks. I I don't mind it. I actually like it. Now I also forgot how much it costs. And when I saw Monster Bash, same thing. I was like, eh, I don't need it, but it looks cool. <laughs> yeah, but, but compared to other toppers out no, there, it's nope. Doesn't matter. What I mean is, looking at the game, the topper's cool, but for the price, not worth it. However, if it was the only thing available, I guess I'd have to have it. Now, if I do look for a Monster Bash, I would most likely try to find a special edition, because I don't think the topper's worth it, but I do love the screen and the GI. Mm -hmm. But I can't find one for sale. So, So. Uh, things you think... MM will drop the new license. Oh, Multimorphic. Oh, my God. This is the 
sweet, sweet secret stuff that we have for this podcast. It is. Well, it's not really secret, but... You know. Oh, okay. Yeah. We have been getting hints about Multimorphic's next game for a little while. And we have some really good guesses. And the other day, Ryan called me and gave me a guess. And it, I think, I jaw-dropped. And it really made me think, holy shit, this could be a possibility. And it, it might be. It, well, I called you at like eleven thirty-two at night. Yeah, it because was I was out of I nowhere. was cruising through YouTube, and I don't pay for YouTube, Brett, because fuck paying Google money for ads that they've put into their stuff. I just I, I don't know I I refuse to pay a free streaming platform money to be able to watch the streaming content that they aren't creating uh, to not have ads. But anyways, besides that, uh, off topic. Uh, I saw the ad for the new Matrix trailer. Uh, and it was the pre-trailer ad where it just showed the red pill and blue pill. And it said, which oh, yeah. will you take? And then it was like, you know, the Matrix or or no, it didn't even say that. It just said, which will which pill will you take? And it had a red pill, blue pill. And I called Parnell and I was like, holy shit. What if the new game is the new Matrix? Like pinball finally gets the Matrix license. And it was just like, shut up. And he said, I, I don't know if you know what I'm thinking, but like, timing lines up. Yep. Music lines up. Yep, because Scott Denise could easily remix the, the music for The Matrix. And it be his so, signature style. Yeah, there's so many video assets, like cool yep. things that The Matrix does that the P3 can do. Right. And then I thought, because when uh, I owned Giant Mnemonic, that Matrix rethink came out, and I own the translate for the Matrix in the Giant Mnemonic. Like, I still have that. I love the Matrix. And it just made me stop and go, how do I find money to buy buy it? Because it's like, I almost have to, like, get it. And, and I want all the P3, but like, how do I get it fast? Like, holy crap, I can't miss out on this. Not that it's going to happen, but like, if it happened, we need to find a way to get it quickly. 100%. Um, that is amazing. I, I, I totally kind of spaced on the Matrix because uh, I haven't tried to keep up with stuff. And the Matrix comes out in what, December? December 22nd? Yep. Um, same week that, uh, the new Spider-Man comes out, which holy oh. fucking shit. I'm also excited for that. Oh yeah. Whatever. What? It's more, yeah. I don't know. Okay. Hold on. Toby. We get Toby back, man. Oh, Toby's cool. coming I back. Can't wait for him to be whatever. And we get William Defoe sad. as Goblin. He's back as Goblin. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. He's we got goblin. Doc Ock back. And the original actor of Doc Ock coming back. Oh. We got William Defoe is playing Green Goblin coming back. Oh, we, well, that'll be good. Like, how are you not even like slightly excited for? Okay, whatever. Fucking back uh, to the topic. Eh, <laughs> they've they've hammered Spider Man so many times that I'll watch it at some point. I'm not gonna go to the movie theater. Oh my god! All right. Well. Okay, so the Matrix coming out. Jerry yep. said the game potentially come out. By the end of the year. 
Yep, that lines up. So it lines up. We have yep. a P3 with really cool things. I think the Matrix is disconnected enough that they could want to license a ton of stuff to get back in and also make a lot of money. Yep. So licensing with the P3 could be sweet. They also probably have seen all the other pinball manufacturers recently making a bunch of money. So it could be a cool team up that makes sense. And Jerry keeps harping that everybody knows the license. Yep. And the matrix is a pretty fucking recognizable license. Yeah. Dang. That would, if it was the matrix, it would sell games hard. Which mm-hmm. is probably why he's just making P3s like a mother. Yep. So, uh, you have a guess. I also have a couple guests, guess, guesses. Mm-hmm. And one of them I've posted on the forum. Uh, but that was also uh, Back to the Future. That would be um, fucking awesome. Just and, for Multimorphic to nab that theme. And, and it could even be like the, the way that t- Telltale Games did theirs. Where it was... The characters, but different voices. Like, yep. still works because it's it. Uh, they change the art so it's the comic style, and it doesn't throw you off. Uh, like for like for instance, Deadpool. When you when we first saw the game, it was like, why isn't Ryan Reynolds doing it? Right. But when you go from live action to cartoon, you kind of get the it's it's a it's a break so that it makes sense that the voices are different and. That would be a good one, too, I think. That's a very popular one, and people want it. I enjoyed Back to the Future as a, as a child. I I don't think I'm as tied to it as the other, as the Matrix or the other one I'm wanting. But Yep. Yep. Well, what's the other one you're wanting? The Princess Bride. Mm, yep. Mm-hmm. I don't think as many people want it, but I think it's classic. I think and you're right. It has to be based off the movie, not the book, because the book is not as funny, from what I've heard. I heard the the book was a little a little serious, and the movie was made to be funny, and the movie is amazing. I literally would that'd be a day one pre order for me. All right, well, Jerry, I know you're listening to this. Uh, you know, there you go. You want to take some money from Parnell? What if it's Doom to go and yeah. coincide with Doom Seven or whatever it is? Uh, I don't think it's going to be, and it's back to what Jerry said when we uh, spoke to him. Doom sucks? No, or maybe he had mentioned it, I don't know, but uh, or I read it somewhere, but essentially, there's so many people working on a video game that the amount of effort it could require to port a oh. game or even the graphics for the licensee holder to be happy with it I mean, you're, you're probably talking millions of dollars. Mm, but I wonder if they and, send and over all the animation stuff. like Fathomable amount hmm. of manpower. Yeah, good point. I don't think that it's not... It's, I'm not saying it's not possible. I'm just saying I don't think... If it were a video game license, I don't think it would be the latest... Like Especially Doom. Because Doom is always a system performance pusher. Yeah. Like they're oh. they're always hammering that. So Okay. Yeah. What about based on timing, Halo? That could work, but 
again, it would have to be the older one, and they kind of missed that with like Master Chief Collection. So I'm not. Yeah, but the new Halo was supposed to drop, and it kept getting pushed, and now it's pushed again. So right, also... well, that's probably because it's going to be a dumpster fire. But <laughs> <laughs> um, they they beta tested the multiplayer, and people said it was pretty good. So people, from what I've heard, and I haven't done too much research, that people are pretty excited. But they also said when it releases, it's not going to have single player or co-op or something those will be later right 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 and that sucks because yeah I, that's what i like about it but is there any other guesses you have i mean i would be excited about halo i wouldn't you know it's not like a day one but it would definitely be something i'm interested in day one no. i can't think of anything no nothing no i mean not day one but like guesses oh do, I, yeah just guesses just like what what do you think it could be that people know you know, electronic music. I mean, Goonies. <laughs> no, maybe. Uh, oh God, what's that one race car animated show? Oh, uh, Speed Racer. Speed Racer. Speed Racer maybe is a potential possible. Um, Wait, the cart game though, like really? I think they do another. I don't know. I I could see it. Hmm. Um. I don't know. I, I think I think the the good news and the bad news at the same time is until we start seeing teasers for the license. Uh, um, is it ever going to happen? <laughs> I'm sure it will. Uh, there's a lot of people working on it. Um, I'm sure until we we get more information on like potential hints or something of that nature. It's going to be hard because there's technically so much that he could be going for. And I guess that's kind of the beauty of it, right? Like Stern, we kind of know for the most part, what Stern's going to go after. And JJP kind of starting to seem like they go after certain things. We know that toy stories in the works. And so we know that they like working with Disney. We know historically, which is kind of funny because I think, who is it? Steve Ritchie came out and said he hated working with Disney. Uh, and it seems like, you know, even though he left <laughs> Stern, who was working with Disney, uh, JJP's working with Disney. So he's still going to have to work with Disney. Uh, and he talked about that in, I think, the Star Wars uh, game that he designed, he said he, he wasn't super happy with how the relationship went, I guess. But yeah, and like that's a different department, like the Star Wars. So I wonder if it was harder for the Star Wars, especially the original, where they're like forced to use very specific assets. Potentially. But I guess my big thing then is what I'm trying to get at is we kind of know most pinball manufacturers are either going to go after. For the most part, there are ones that break the mold, but for the most part, they're going to go after current relevant TV mm-hmm. shows, movies, or dad bands. <laughs> and I mean, that's the truth. Dude, but seriously, if Motley Crue comes out, that'll I be a... so don't even want to have this conversation with you right now because we both know it's going to happen. It's just a matter of when, not uh, I if. Suppose. That, that is a big one. And like, GNR was trying to pump up their re, re what it what, you know, trying to do more concerts or whatever they were doing. 
Yeah, they're they re-re-re-unretirement. The but I yeah. guess the, the point I guess I'm trying to make is we know that Stern and JJP kind of have a certain mold. We know that American Pinball really doesn't fucking like themes at all. And <laughs> they don't really like designing games that are super fun. But, you know, they <laughs> go for the throat. What, you know, hey, and, and Spooky what, what generally Spooky? goes after horror themes. But then Rick and Morty was, a, I guess, a break outside of that mold. And so is TNA. But Spooky generally goes for spooky stuff, just like yeah. their name. You know, they go after the more like, well, let's rephrase that. Maybe not just horror stuff, but they go after like the edgy edgelord stuff. I feel like they said that they were going to also not do some spooky stuff, too. But yeah, I sure. don't remember. They're always going to be doing spooky stuff over there. Anyways, yeah. um, so I guess what I'm trying to say is Jerry's in a really good spot. And he has the potential to always be in this spot because if he's erratic enough with the themes he's picking, he can totally get themes that no one's thinking about that's totally going to be system sellers for him, but people just haven't even thought about. So like, yeah, it could definitely be older movies. It could be newer movies. You know, he could go after bands too, but I think he's going to surprise us and it's going to be something that we aren't expecting either way. I mean, I mean, God willing, it's the matrix, but Jerry's in a really good spot though, to where he could really do anything. And the fact that he hasn't done a license from his company. Yeah, he's, he doesn't have leaks. Kaneda's not going to fucking get something juicy. Oh, uh, cut that name out. <laughs> well, leave leave Kaneda in, but... <laughs> um, you know, I, I think that he's in a really good spot because he's in, he has that very unique situation that he's in where and Multimorphic is in as a whole. You know, we don't know what kind of... Uh, licenses he's going to be focusing on and he could surprise uh-huh. us every time which yeah, is exciting he said that there could be some new upgrades to the game coming out like the, the platform in general and if there's some uh, more games coming out even this year right like mini games or whatever you want to call them yep and we know that it has online we know online works. I would be freaking jazzercised if uh, some more online, like head-to-head stuff, came out. Where, like, me and you could play against each other and, like, directly battle, like we were together. I'll kick your ass, sea bass. <laughs> I'll throw some salt on your shoulder. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Uh, things take so long. As my daughter says, it takes a long time. Yeah. Oh, and I guess the last thing we're talking about is was it the Stern Insider? Uh, hey, I had another idea. What if mm-hmm. we had TNA version two? That'd be really dope, dude. I would love TNA with either. ramps. I believe is what is the <sighs> word you were looking for. <laughs> no, thank you. TNA with ramps. Yeah, don't bring TNA... don't bring that up in this. <laughs> Total nuclear annihilation two with ramps. Uh. uh I think would be super duper fucking awesome. I will say Nick Baldred is working on his own playfield sign, and it is a EM classic look with a gobble hole and some drops and stand-ups. And so that'll be really neat to see. Uh, he said he's working on the 
I guess you would call it the code and that layout. And that's, he's like cruising on this thing. That's awesome news to hear too. It makes me feel like shit that I can't get my stuff together to get like my demo game on my, (laughs) even, even the demo from P3 on my game. Like uh, I, I build it and then something happens where I forget to put on the USB drive and install it. And then, uh, like work is just stupid nuts right now, so like I just need to somehow find some time. But yeah, he's cruising, and he says he wants to hit a price point. And so I guess for me, if I was gonna make a module and try to sell it, I guess I'd try to be around fifteen hundred, maybe the Ken Lagoon Playfield cost. That'd be a good. So that'd be fun to see because that would be a more accessible to most people that own a P three. Right. Uh, the cool thing is that. Multimorphic can even help make the playfields and sell them. So yep. you have a lot of assistance when you're trying to build your own stuff. And on the Discord channel, there's a lot of new members that are even programmers that are working on the system. So that's even neater, neater, is that there's a lot more activity going on. So it is. Hopefully well, new games. I, I guess the last thing I'll mention about 2DCon, uh, Multimorphic was like, the most popular game there that weekend heist man everybody was playing it everybody was finding me finding out who owned that game and coming over and talking to me about it and telling me how much they loved it even over guns and roses and mandalorian avengers and turtles and all the other great new games that um you know were there uh it seemed like everyone was running over talking to me about heist so i think it's because no one sees those things right like they right. know they're going to see Mandalorian on route. They know they'll yep. see Guns N' Roses, but like you'd never see P3s. So to see one, it's like, holy crap, what is this thing? And I guess it would have been cool if you were there the whole time so you could swap playfields for people like to get uh, Cosmic Cart going. But yeah, I mean, that happens, right? Like you're busy because you're running the pinball and helping with all the other stuff. Right. Because even Lexi, I guess you could... Uh, like next year you could plan having like um, sections of hours. Like from here to here is Lexi. From here to here is going to be you know, four more hours of what, whatever the new game is. Yeah. So I thought about that. But the thing is, is some people are going to walk by and see a game and see that there's a line because the P3 had a line all weekend. Uh, and maybe they didn't want to wait in line at that time. And then they walk back by later. And if I've swapped the game, you know, they might not get that same experience and heist didn't really get like the grand launch that it deserves as far as like being able for people to be able to play it at shows. So maybe next year it'll change, but there's a good likelihood. It's so hard to do that. So what I kind of did was, um, you know, I had a few other employees that were working under me and, I told them that if anybody had like a whole bunch of questions or was like really wanting to, you know, talk P3, if I wasn't there to like get a hold of me and I'd go over there and talk to them. And there were definitely a few. And I showed off, you know, swapping the play fields and talking about the different games. And, you know, did you make the noise, the grunt when you had to lift the high (laughs) stone? Yep. But, uh, all right, so last thing before we call it, because we're getting close. You, you, you tried skipping over it. Stern Insider, the whatever the fuck, Stern Connected 
fucking stern Wi-Fi by our QR camera scanner. What do you think about it? Uh, Supposedly it's going to be $200 to retrofit. Now, what is it? The two there's, I think there's like two games where they use a different style apron than like every other stern apron. And I guess that one might be extra, but they haven't released any pricing on those two yet. But from what it sounds like, Gary wants it to be $200 or at $200. So $200 gets you the Wi-Fi card, gets you the camera scanner QR thingy there. And it allows you to have achievements unlocked. Uh, you to be entered Profile in like system. Huh? Profile system. Yep. Profile system. Uh, you can find other people. It's kind of like a social network thing for pinball players. You can be entered in drawings for swag and even pinball machines. It sounds like eventually they're they're looking to do like some type of like potential head to head kind of deal to where you don't have to be in person, but you can still mm-hmm. participate in like a tournament if you go to a location and play the game. Mm-hmm. So like, what do you think about that stuff? I think it's excellent for them to do for them. Yeah. Um, I think the achievements will be the main thing. I think that's yeah. what everybody wants. Uh, I think that's what everybody doesn't know that they want. So now right. that they've made achievements, um, it's a different way to play the game. I probably would like it because now um, <laughs> this is so stupid. So like in Hydro Thunder, I wanted to get all the achievements. So I would go, okay, what's the next one? Unlock this or do this track and do this. And uh, with pinball, I usually just kind of flail, flail around. So like if I had an achievement of like get Slimer Multiball, I would then be de- you know focused on this. It's, it's super intelligent. Very smart. The right. the Wi-Fi updating, I could care less about. That's more of a route, a route thing. Right. Yep. 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 Um, updates happen so infrequent that I don't care. <laughs> Especially from Stern. Well, the thing that they're worried about is locking down their code now. Like they don't right. want that right. aftermarket code stuff anymore. Mm-hmm. And that's very apparent in how they've done Turtles and what's the other one? Jurassic Park. Yeah. I don't know if they've done it to Ghostbusters yet. I think that that's the Spike One system, and I think that they're kind of not focusing on it. But mm-hmm. supposedly they've had license uh, holders question them about it, and so I think they're locking it down, which it's their right to do. And, uh, you know, they can do what they want. Yep, it um, sucks, but they can do what they want. They're pissing off homeowners, but the game is already purchased and they're going to sell out the next game. So does it matter? Probably not. <laughs> yep. Unless they botch another game. Um, the QR thing, uh, not my first thought on doing a profile system with QR, but it leads to being, uh, having any route game on Wi-Fi. You can walk up. They, on the stream, did you see how fast it was? A million oh, bucks. Yeah. It's not, it will not be that fast on route. Yep. Um, I think it's cool because then you can track your stuff wherever you go. Mm-hmm. But I think it'll be cool because then they also have like things where if you go to a location a lot, you play games that have it enabled. You can get entered like 
oh, we'll play 10 games and you get five games for free if you use your Stern Insider this week. You know, but there's like a limited time kind of deal. So like, I think that could be kind of cool for some people too and for operators. So they don't have to go out and change the pricing of the machine, but they can bump something. And then if you've been to that area, maybe Stern Insider's like, hey, yo, if you come out here, the operator's saying, you know, the three highest scores, you can win like a t-shirt or a translate or two translates. Um, so I don't own the route games that we have up here, but I work closely with the bar owner that does own them. And I will be pushing for this so that it is a thing. And I was just Googling it to see if, uh, which games are on it. Right. And yeah, so the, um, you can do challenge quests that are issued by operators to play at their location, mm-hmm. build loyalty, um, and highlight game titles or engagement. It's, it's going to be cool stuff. And I think operators are going to really like it. Yep. I think for home, the achievements will be cool. But I mean, and I wonder we kind of already you had have that to... with Pindigo. I... Well, I wonder. Yeah, but it's not integrated in. Like, it's not like right. you walk up to the game and it's in there. So what I wonder is if they'll do a hybrid system of like for home owners, can you buy a thing where you don't need all this other extra stuff, but you still get the achievements? Is it 50 or 100 bucks? Or is it like you have to have the apron no, and the wine? You have to have it. Yep. Nope. Only one. But the fucked up part is if you aren't like a stern location, uh, your achievements and all your other stuff count for half. <laughs> because there's no way that they can confirm that you haven't been finger poking. So let's see. Any Whereas on location. Two? Huh? So any Spike 2. So all 17 Spike 2 LCD games will have it. Yep. And I swear they were talking about doing Spike 1, too, at some point. Well, yeah, here we go. No, this is just recent Stern titles. Yeah, I don't know if we're going to get Spike 1. If it it came out for Spike 1, I would probably get it for Ghostbusters for the achievements. I think that would be a fun way to play. But I have a metal apron, like the old school apron, because it's a premium, so... It would need that swapped out. But right. on route, we have Jurassic Park Pro, Monsters Pro. We've talked about kind of shaking up the lineup, but with <laughs> games taking so long, we might might just leave it. Uh, and I would probably try to get on their list now to, to get those for those two games because um, Monsters has made a bucket load of money and Jurassic Park has made mm, okay money. But if we had that... I think it would also help for the people who've played them a ton. It would bring them back to try to get those achievements. So do you know when this is coming out? Like for people to buy? Because this is still not, there's not much info yet. Uh, so when Godzilla 2 ships, they're all coming with Insider. So like that's yeah, when it's but like when can we buy it? Oh, I don't know about the retrofit kits. I know that all new games moving forward uh, are coming gonna... with it. And even the pros right that you buy for your house will have it yep pros yeah. and even other games so like if you bought a deadpool like your deadpool is oh, not going to be coming with yeah it. It, any new game created yep i also heard that there's uh every game will have a price hike yes even, even if you pre-ordered and it's shipping next year your price hiked so. um yeah buddy Yes, you are correct. 
Six, six. Yep. If AP got their shit out and CGC for under seven, they're going to be getting a lot of people switching. Yeah, but at the same time, why would you charge less for a product that's better than another product out on the market? <laughs> I know. That's I'm really dreaming. piss poor Let- business tactics. <laughs> Let me dream. This You can dream, but it's really Jersey Jack's fault. Mm. Hey, did you ever join the Stern Insider program? No. I'm going to have to now, but yeah. Yeah, so the tech you're talking about in the game is called Insider Connected. The Stern Insider is a $40 a year membership to Stern, and you get like a free piece of crap uh, merchandise every year. A couple stickers. So like one year I got a shirt, one year I got a hat, and then you get access to some podcasts and stuff beforehand. I guess their podcast stuff is, they only lock it to that, but you can be a free insider, not paying to listen to those. I canceled my insider program because it was just not worth it for me. But yeah, I mean, how much were you paying a year to get a a shirt or a hat? 40. Yeah, no. And... And here's the fun part. So you sign up, they auto bill you, and then to cancel, you have to contact. It's like XM radio. You have to contact them and tell you, tell them to take you off. So you can't just like log into your account and disable it. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely Super not. Super crappy. Yeah, it's just not worth it. You don't get anything fun. Uh, uh, well, you get entered for a chance to win a play field. Yeah, I spent two years and got nothing. So screw them. Yeah. Anyways, all right. We're at two hours and 37 minutes. 87 minutes. So, listeners, with that, we wish you a good morning. Oh, wow. You just like, peace out, goodbye. Good evening and good night. Thank you all for listening. (laughs) We'll see you soon. Sooner than three weeks. Goodbye. Bye. My hard drive dad. No more TiVos. I really fucking hope his reply back was, Zach, cut that. (laughs) Yeah. That's the hard part, too. Kick it like TiVo.